We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.
what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Yahoo Show here on Roto Grinders. I am Britt Devine. Uh, he, he's come back from uh, I don't know where he's been for the past month, but let's all let's all welcome back, Mr. Travis Mangona. Travis, it's been a minute since uh, I've done a show with you on Roto Grinders. What's been up, dude? Where you been? Yeah, it's been a while. Just took some time off, but I'm back for the uh, MLB grind. Should be a good time. And I had a show with you on Friday, but I couldn't get out of it, uh, you know, with you. I got you caught me you here on Grant, Monday. You know Grant will swoop in and take any show he can get his hands on. So Yeah, I, well, I hit up Grant on purpose. I was like, I know Grant will switch with me, and I saw he had the Yahoo show, and I didn't want to not have a show with you, Brett. Uh, so here back on a Monday, perfect way to kick it off. We got tournament show, right? We got Yahoo, uh, all the good stuff going on here. Yeah, so uh, lots of fun stuff going on on Yahoo, not only baseball, um, but football season, uh, you know, training camps. I think it's some, we're like 11 or 10 days away from the first preseason game or something like that. So best ball is on Yahoo. Um, I'm, I encourage you guys to go do this. Uh, and it's the business has picked up over there. A couple of minutes ago, I loaded up the page. And if you had done this maybe, a, you know, a week or two ago, you could sit here in the lobby and the things wouldn't really fire off too much. But this $1 league, it was like 2 of 10. A couple of minutes ago, it just went from 7 to 10. It went up to 8 to 10. So there's a lot of business picking up in Yahoo, and you're probably going to find uh, a little bit more casual audience on Yahoo if you're trying to do best ball than you would on on probably the, the draft app that we've all been doing. So go give Yahoo a shot on them. You can use your DFS balance over there. Um, and if you like some football stuff, we've got our best ball kit um, with all sorts of information. It's geared a little bit more towards draft. But uh, the Yahoo best balls, I've jumped in a couple of them. Uh, pretty soft. Uh, definitely you can see the casual crowd on those. So make sure to go check those out. And uh, if you had done it before, as you can see, the leagues fill much quicker than they used to uh, when they first launched it. So uh, I encourage you to go check them out. Uh, also here, we've got the sharp side contest. Uh, you, you got a sharp side pick for us today, uh, Travis, for the, for the lock bets. Uh, I, I took, uh, we've got the, the, the YouTube guy, I forget his name. You know, him a little bit better than I do, but he, he wanted Seattle today. So I swiped, I locked Seattle. I liked his analysis on that game. You got anything for me? Yeah, I did a video. I'll actually post it in the, uh, the chat for the people. My lock of the day was uh, Robbie Ray over eight and a half strikeouts. So, uh, that tips my uh, hand a little bit of a, a pitcher that I definitely like a lot on this slate. You like everybody else's. We'll talk a little bit about Robbie Ray. Yeah, but we've got the sharp side contest going. It's not too late. Some guys got a lot of bets up there, but if you start swiping and you start locking, do the early games and do the late games. Maybe you can get two bets in in one day in baseball or anything else that happens to pop up on there. Um, but it's a free app. It just kind of tracks your bets. It doesn't cost anything. You can download it from the app store, start swiping, start locking, and you get a uh, $1,500 worth of FanDuel credit is up there. So it, uh, it pays to start swiping and uh, a pretty fun thing over there. Um, let's see. I don't, I don't want to read all the promos all at once. So let's talk a little baseball. And then I'll interject some of these in here. I don't, I don't want to kill the people because I like this slate quite a bit. And I think it's going to be pretty fun. The Yahoo slate, a little less interesting than I think on DraftKings. Because there's some guys that are, are pretty mispriced. And we'll get into them as we go game by game. Um, but the first one we got here, Travis, we've got uh, St. Louis and Pittsburgh. And the first thing, I don't know if you've noticed this, but uh, while you've been gone, Travis, the entire USA, it's been 5,000 degrees. And it's not 5,000 degrees anymore. So all the 12, 11 totals. They're pretty much gone for the most part. Um, the weather's a little bit better. We do have some weather in Washington that we'll get to today um, on Ross Page. We'll have to wait for that. But what are we doing with the St. Louis-Pittsburgh game? Ponce de Leon on Yahoo 34. He's probably pitching a little bit over his head. Trevor Williams has been uh, a dumpster fire since he's come back from the injured list here. 
Uh, if anything, it's probably a couple of the cheaper bats, but not too much I really like in this game I have it today. Yeah, this is definitely one of like the uh, more uninteresting games on the slate. There's definitely some interesting ones, but this is one I'm not going to get too much crazy exposure to. I mean, Ponce de Leon, uh, you know, the numbers look good on the season, but he's not a guy I'm really targeting, especially at his price, right? I think uh, on a site like DK today and a site like Yahoo, he just doesn't fit fit right. Like it's just... You know, he's, he's in that, that range where I think you just go up the better pitchers that are more expensive or just go down the lower pitchers. It just doesn't make a ton of sense to pay for him at that price. You can uh, say that about, like, every mid-tier pitcher on the slate today. Yeah, that's exactly how this slate is. The mid-tier is just not the prettiest. There's, like, maybe one option that I'm kind of considering maybe playing, but I'm not even that enthused to do it. But, uh, yeah, on, like, the Cardinals side of the ball, I mean, Tyler O'Neill, he's got an interesting price, I believe, on FanDuel specifically where he's really cheap. So I wouldn't hate maybe going to that as a you play but there's really not a like a lot to like on the cardinal side of the ball uh, i don't mind uh if you absolutely have to paul goldschmidt on yahoo at 13 but he's been really disappointing this year there's a couple other hitters around his price tag or cheaper that i think i'll definitely like more specifically if the weather uh in that washington game holds up but goldschmidt might be the other one i see somebody in chat um the sound app is down so if you're trying to listen on the app you won't be able to, but there's a link on, uh, Devin's put it at the top of chat. If you want an audio only feed, it's not on the app, but if you don't, if you're on mobile, and you don't want to use your data for video, um, look in the chat and there's a link to get audio only to be able to save you on some, um, some data thing. Cause Travis, right. I don't want to use up my data if I don't have to, right. I hoard that. I like to stay cheap on the cheap data plan. I don't, I don't want the unlimited. Yeah, you know, that's what Britt does because he's, you know, he, that's why he eats those KFC Cheeto uh, you know, chicken sandwich meals. Uh, I haven't had one of those yet. Yeah. So at, at the pinch pennies to get one last Chick fil A, uh, you know, $1 sandwich in. Uh, Edmonds leading off. He's nine bucks too on Yahoo. Okay, but probably not someone I'm actively targeting unless I absolutely have to uh, on Yahoo today. Um, Let's kind of go to the Colorado-Washington game, and, and let's spend a minute on this one because Roth has this as orange. So uh, I'm going to read to you guys what he has. He has a flash flood watch issued, scattered showers and storms around Washington all afternoon and evening during the actual game time hours. The forecast is slightly better than he expected, but the game is risky regardless. He wants to wait until first pitch for a thumbs up. And don't forget, this is also in Washington, guys, where they don't really know what they're doing with the weather. They give rain delays for rain that never comes and postpone games when they could have been able to play a whole game. So I don't want to spend a ton of time on the weather in this game other than to say you have to check with Roth uh, on crunch time. You have to check his report when he updates it later. I looked at the radar before the show. Doesn't look too threatening right now, but uh, I'm going to have to kind of see what comes on it, and I'll definitely be paying attention to Roth because the pitchers, maybe not on Yahoo. I'm, I'm definitely not playing Fetty, and I'm definitely not playing Lambert. But the batters in this game, Travis, if this game, if Roth gives me the thumbs up for bats, right, we've got Nolan Arenado is $13. Um, Daniel Murphy is $14. The outfielders, Blackman and Dahl, are too cheap. Matt Adams is $9. I will be drawing a lot of my cash game and tournament pool from this game on Yahoo if this game plays. 
Yeah, this this is like the game, right? Like, there's just a lot of mispriced guys, especially on Yahoo. Like, specifically Howie Kendrick, he's one guy that's mispriced on Yahoo that I'll probably be going to at a position that I don't love. Matt Adams, you know, he's like $9 at the first base position. He becomes a really strong value play. Adam Eaton around the industry, I think, is a very good value play. So, like, those guys specifically are good. If you want to have the money, a guy like Rendon, Soto, like, they make for great guys to fill out your stack because you have all of these cheap guys. And then you have the expensive guys you can just kind of plug in there. Trey Turner's great at shortstop though Brian Dozier is a cheap price in some spots around the industry that Nationals lineup is just you know up and down has a lot of really good price tags Jan Gomes could be a guy that you play as a punt catcher option on a site like DraftKings Nolan Arenado would obviously probably be a lock at $13 here against uh you know uh, against Betty mm-hmm. at 13 bucks at third base. It's just, it's hard not to do that, especially because on a site like Yahoo, we like to do the double spend up on pitchers. And if I can on Yahoo, I'm going to do the double spend up pitcher today. So uh, yeah, I really want this game to go. I'm really, really hoping it goes. And I'm hoping you have to be stay tuned to, to crunch time with Roth. And I'm hoping that gives us a little bit of an edge. Like some people just shy away and it knocks down some of these guys ownership just enough where we can get on board and uh, you know, play these guys. Yeah, the weather update usually comes in between 4.30 and 5.30 Eastern. If for some reason it pops up during the show, guys, and you notice it, give me a heads up and uh, I'll go back over it. But we got to kind of wait and see. Um, They're mispriced on Yahoo. They're underpriced on DraftKings. Basically, anywhere you look today, you're going to want to draw some bats from this game. Both pitchers are absolutely horrible. It's it's really hot. This is the only spot where it's really warm. It's windy, and it's going to be humid uh, after the rain. So this is going to be the one spot you're going to want to get bats, but we're going to have to wait for the thumbs up for Roth on it. So other than that, uh, I think we're best to move on. And we can start talking about uh, a couple of the pitchers in just a second because I want to tell you guys, I can get Roto-Grinders Premium at a discount now. So it used to be, I think it was like $199 or something like that for the season. Um, We've discounted both sites. The combo is $99.00. If you just do a single site, if you only play FanDuel or DraftKings, you can get it for $84.99. So post-All-Star break, we are giving you a a cut on that. So if you wanted to get premium and wanted to get a a little bit cheaper than buying the full season price or or you were late to jump into baseball, let's say you were on vacation for a month and a half like uh, Mr. Man Gone uh, or somebody like that was, you can uh, now jump in and get some Roto-Grinders premium at a little bit of a discount. So uh Make sure to check that out if that interests you. Yeah, that, that sounds like a good deal. Do you have to skip lunch for like a whole month, Britt, to be able to pay off that one? No, I'm trying to eat. A, I'm trying to like, so I've got the wedding coming up in December, right? So I'm trying to eat a little bit better. I want these pictures and these videos. I'm hoping they, you know, I'm going to have them forever. But I, I don't know. I'm trying to eat better. It's just not working out, Travis. I just like that. I like to eat too much food is I think is my main problem. So I'm cutting I'm cutting out the bad food, but then I'm eating too much good food, if that makes any sense. Oh, well, dude, you got to cut the pounds, man. I actually cut a lot like <laughs> over the past when I've been gone. I've been working out and stuff. I'm down like 18 pounds, man. So you got to beach body, right? Uh, yeah, you, you got it, man. The Jersey Shore. You got to be ready. <laughs> um, let's go talk about pitchers on Yahoo today. We'll start with Clevenger. Uh, you de- today's definitely just like almost every day on, on Yahoo, but specifically today, I don't think I make a lineup on Yahoo with any pitcher not named Cole Clevenger, Erod, Robbie Ray, or Sonny Gray. There's just nothing below that tier, and none of them are really priced too good. And all these guys I, are honestly, they're all underpriced in the top tier, if you ask me today. So Clevenger is the second highest priced pitcher on Yahoo today. You've got Garrett Cole, who I think is definitely the SP1 today. I don't care who he goes up against. He's been toe-to-toe with Max Scherzer for basically the best pitcher on the season. I'm going to play Garrett Cole on Yahoo today. You can make some cases, though, 
for Clevenger. Um, we've got Robbie Ray, and then in tournaments, if you want to differentiate, and go Erod and Sonny Gray. Um, my one problem with Clevenger, and I'll bring it up on plate IQ, is I think he's probably pitching a little bit over his head. I don't expect him to carry a 41% strikeout rate like he has on the season so far, Travis. Um, he's pitching really well. Toronto lineup has some strikeouts in it. They can go cold. I just think Clevenger has been great, but I don't think he's this good. And I think I know Garrett Cole is as good as Garrett Cole is. And I think Robbie Ray is a little underpriced. I just, uh, I think I'm playing Cole and Ray and I'm kind of overlooking Clevenger a little bit today. Yeah, I'm 100% with you today. I am definitely in the camp of, you know, give me Garrett Cole, give me uh, Robbie Ray. Those guys are just the two that I want to play. Uh, I, I said in my sharp side video when I talked about Robbie Ray and the strikeouts, like this is the ideal matchup, Britt. Like if you pull up the plate IQ and look at Robbie Ray and the match he's going against, we want him in dream spots where the walks are going to be down. And this Orioles lineup combined, they get have a 5.4% walk rate. You know, they just don't walk a ton. And if they're not walking, Robbie Ray, he gets a lot of strikeouts. Sure. He can give up a home run here and there. Like that's just Robbie Ray. It can happen. But this is such a dream matchup for Robbie Ray. I definitely want to get some exposure to him where I can get the discount. I want him. So it looks like when I play on uh, you know, Yahoo, I'm getting Robbie Ray and I'm pairing him up with Garrett Cole. I like the double spend up option there. So uh, give me both those guys. Sure. Mike Clevenger, he's a really good option today, but uh, I think he's like on the outside looking in if you're making only one lineup. Hey, you're muted, Britt. There we go. Sorry about that. So tournaments, Clevenger, I think I like him as a swerve off either Cole or spending up off of Ray. Um, Cause I think the ownership, at least on Yahoo is probably going to be half of whatever those two are. So that makes a little bit of sense to me. Um, but for cash games, I think Cole and Ray are probably the way I'm going to go. Um, just, just Ray's indoor in the humidor, right? Clevenger's indoors, but it's in Toronto and that's a hitter's park, even when it's uh, indoors. So I think I'm going to take the humidor, I'm going to play Garrett Cole inside today, and uh, I think that's how I'm going to end up. Uh, as far as bats in this game, a couple of the Cleveland hitters, you can you can make a case they're probably a little bit overpriced given some of the other bats in the slate, right? You know, Lindor's 19. Everybody's like 19. Luplo's 15. We like him against lefties. Um, we like him against the bad bullpen. That's good. They're just not priced low enough to really get my attention but with a five team total the problem I run into is basically you know if I want to stack up Cleveland let's let me just throw a couple couple of the bats that I want you can't even really make a lineup with let me get the rest of the batters up here one second uh, I mean the pitchers you can't really like throw in Ray and Cole, you know, you're, you you physically can't make a lineup like that. So you've got to go from Cole to like Sonny Gray and you can, you can manage $9, but I'm just, I can't make the, the pitching duos that I really want with the Cleveland stack. I think they're all just a little overpriced on Yahoo. Yeah, I'd agree with you. I'm not really in on the uh, Cleveland stack as much. And just in general, like I think on Yahoo specifically today, I'm not really doing a ton of stacking. I, I don't play a lot of like tournaments there. I mainly play cash on Yahoo, but uh, I'm more in the camp of, I think doing some mini stacks today makes some sense. I think that's the kind of the route I'm taking. What about you? Oh, uh, well, I mean, you could stack up to six and we got 10 teams. We don't have like the huge totals. So maybe I don't stack up all six, but even if I'm your Yahoo has like the rake free tournament, that thing filled at like 8 a.m. this morning, right? So, but if you're playing the normal games or anything like that, it's, um, I, I still want to stack. I probably still want at least four, if not five. 
Um, and even if you use three, if you use Santana, Ramirez, and Lindor, right, you're still spending a lot of money compared to some of the other guys out there, even on like a little three-man stack. But they got a big total. It's, a, it's really tough for me to try to figure out the balance today. Yeah, you know, using those Nationals value bats, like they help make everything easier. But uh, if we don't have those value bats, Yahoo is going to be really interesting. I'm curious, like the way that people go, because uh, I think if you do take that game off the slate, I think it's going to make things really interesting and have a lot of different uh, ways to go on Yahoo. Uh, Are you taking any Toronto bats against Clevenger? I don't even really see the the need to do that on Yahoo. You're not getting a lot of leverage because I think Clevenger is going to be, you know, third or fourth in the starting pitching ownership tiers. And well, uh, some of these guys like smoke is a reasonably good value. What is it? He's like 10 bucks. Sure. You could do that, but I'd play Matt Adams and I'd play uh, CJ Crone who's a little bit more before I try to take smoke. So I'm not really even trying to, to get any leverage off of Clevenger today. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the slate IQ and Brit, like when I've been gone, I've been messing with some slate IQ and making some tournament teams every day. I've made like one tournament team and messing with some new strategy. So mm-hmm. I've been definitely liking the uh, slate IQ and uh, doing some tournament strategies with that. And the blue Jays, they're like a 70.5% leverage play. I get it there, but that, that doesn't fit the bill for me. I mean, sure. The leverage is there, but I don't like their, you know, win percentage or anything. And I just think it's getting too cute on this slate. I think there's better uh, opportunities to take leverage on this slate. And I don't think doing it with the blue Jays is the right call. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm waiting for slate IQ to get kind of like the next update ownership. Usually sometimes during the show or a little bit after to really take a look at it. But the, so slate IQ is for DraftKings, And I think it has to do there, you know, one, two, three, four, the fifth or sixth lowest owned team. And all the low owned teams have a lot of leverage today. And I think that's because the totals have kind of come down from what we've seen over the summer so far. So when the ownership kind of boosts up on a, on a couple of teams, they don't really have the, you know, positive leverage that they have had a couple times because the totals have been 14 and 15 on those teams, uh, at least game-wise. So uh, I'll, I'll take a look at Slate IQ a little bit later, but yeah, uh, great great tool of Roto-Grinders for the premium members. Yeah, it's, you, you brought up a great point. It's important to like refresh it and check it out because ownership is always changing and stuff. And that's something I did too, you know. I, I yeah. tuned in like late in the day at like, you know, once uh, crunch time was going on and just like mess around with it. Yeah, I don't I don't expect the Toronto ownership to have a wild swing, um, but yeah. Even a 5% swing could really swing the leverage um, since they're so low. So just something to pay attention to. Uh, let's go to the Boston game. Uh, um, did, were you aware of what happened in baseball yesterday, Travis, with the Red Sox? Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the whole thing I saw on Twitter with the one guy pitching a, uh, a perfect game or not perfect game a no hitter, oh, everyone, oh. people in chat are saying I have a mullet going on right now or something. I don't know what they're talking they can't about. See, it's cause it all, it, you got the hat on and then it blends yeah. into the chair behind you. So yeah, it's no mullet. I mean, it's, no. you know, we got a short hair right now. He's got a, he's been at the beach for a week, uh, for a month and a half guys. He's the girls aren't going to talk to him if he's got a mullet on. So Travis is going to keep it on point. Right. Yeah, got to keep the hair going. Uh, uh, let's go to Boston, uh, and let's talk Erod because I think he's interesting from a pitching perspective today. If you bring up plate IQ, the Rays do have some strikeouts in their roster. I got to see, is the lineup out? Let me refresh and um, let me refresh my plate IQ, and we'll get the actual lineup in here in one second. And we'll take a look at some of the strikeout rates here. So um plenty of still plenty of strikeouts uh against lefties um they're they're, they're definitely going to strike out against erod today an interesting spot because normally we don't we don't really like the boston pitchers because they're usually playing in the al east and yankee stadium and in boston but they're in tampa today and i think erod's going to come in at a reasonably low ownership i've pulled up on yahoo on the starting lineups page we've got it for around 12 percent. i don't 
Uh, I think that's Yahoo specific. I could be wrong on that, but I think he's pretty interesting against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay has some power, but they can still strike out. He's going to be lower owned. He's a little cheaper. You know, if you didn't want to use Cole or Clevenger and you wanted to use Ray and Erod, I think that's a perfectly fine thing to do if it gets you some of the bats you want in tournaments. Yeah, I get it. But I just think Erod's a little too expensive for my liking. Uh, I'd rather just take like some salary savings in that game and go down to Jalen Beeks. Like if you force me to have to take one pitcher in this game. I'm not forcing you to take Jalen Beeks. Uh, yeah, don't force me to. But that's just <laughs> what I'm saying. Like Erod's just a guy I'm not really going to touch today. I get it. He does have the upside and whatnot. But uh, I just like I'd prefer to go to like Robbie Ray for not that much more. Just kind of go way, way overweight on him. Yeah, I think Erod, uh, not in that DraftKings price today, too, if you're over there, is through the roof on Erod. I think he's like 10-9 or something. There's not, yes. not much of a chance I'm using him over there. But on Yahoo, I think it's slightly interesting, uh, a little bit more in play if you're playing over there. Um, Offense-wise, you know, normally Boston has some ownership. They are reasonably expensive, so it's tough to use them. And the park's not great today. Really tough to use a 25, a 27, a $26 to use the guys you actually want today when they're not in about the best spot possible uh, from Boston. These guys are going to draw almost no ownership. They certainly don't fit the cash game builds on Yahoo because you're going to want to get in the stud pitchers and then mix in some of the seven to $10 bats. But uh, what, what about on like DraftKings today? What are you doing with them? Because their ownership is going to be low. And when Boston goes off, I mean, they have very, very talented hitters. They can produce a lot of runs. The run scoring environment, I think, across the, the slate is a little bit lower today than it has been for basically the past month. Uh, I, I think they're a somewhat interesting on draft picks. Yeah, they're, they're a team in the slate IQ that first look, they kind of fit the bills like a nice leverage play. And right. I kind of agree. I think they're going to be an interesting one to go to. And I like how they have some salary savers within their lineup, right? A guy like Sam Travis, who's 2.8K, you can throw him in there. I mean, J.D. Martinez, he's 4.1K. He's probably going to be in my cash lineup. Uh, so He's been horrible while you've been gone, by the way. I, I know, I know. <laughs> I, I, I've seen it. But uh, it's, I, I, yeah, Chris Davis has been bad too. Uh, a lot of guys I like have been bad. But uh, listen, J.D. Martinez, I, I'm going to still probably play him at the price and not care i mean 4.1k is just too good of a discount so uh, i'm probably still gonna you know lock and load him over there on DraftKings in my cash game so uh like him still and again like some of these prices i was messing around with the red sox build a little earlier if you do a red sox build right you got to pay for mookie bets and like guys like bogarts and uh, devers all those guys at the top and if you do decide to do that like you kind of have to go cheap with your second sb2 so you have to be willing to take a guy like samson or something like that mm -hmm. it doesn't seem like you can really build a red sox sack going for like you know a guy like Garrett Cole or Robbie Ray and then maybe going for like a Trevor Richards they tried that build on, D on DK everybody it's going to be studs and like 4k pitchers today that is that that's going to be the winning build on drafting today I can almost assure you yeah so like on Yahoo like we're definitely going to do the double spend up on uh, pitchers I was wondering uh and that's in our next game and it's a good segue and it looked like you know people are going to play Trevor Richards and like I was kind of toying back and forth like do I actually want to play trevor richards at 7k or just go all the way down to the basement at 4k to have like a ton of different money to spend with because that's the way to go i think that's what it is but i have i have made solid teams with trevor richards i'm still trying to figure out the way to go but like when i was looking at slate iq and i'm waiting for the update on it and ownership and stuff it looks like 
Trevor Richards is going to get some ownership here. And I do think he's still a solid play, but it was intriguing to see the White Sox coming with a five total because that's kind of scary to even pay 7K for, you know, a team that's going to have a five total. Against. Yeah, Richards is interesting. The XFIP is one of the highest you're going to see of like a pitcher who's pitched a lot this year at 5.69. Um, regular strikeout percentage can get in trouble with the walks, but Chicago does limit some walks a little bit specifically towards the top of the order. And I mean, he's throwing up against John Jay too, who the odds of him hitting a home run is basically nil, but there are some pretty good bats in the White Sox lineup. Mancata, Abreu, Reed, McCann. Um, these guys do have some power. Garcia um, can have some good at bats, but um, can also be an easy out sometimes. He's just, you take a look at Richards and, and what you can expect from him. And on Yahoo at $39, there's no chance. And I understand it on DraftKings because he's he's the only dude in the middle that makes any sort of sense, I think, to use today. So I think inherently because of that, he's going to fit into some teams. But I, I'm, of the, I'm of the stud and I'm of the scrub today because there's like three or four of those, those 4K to 5K pitchers. I mean – whatever one of them's gonna have a reasonably good game I think and I'm just gonna kind of rotate those through that mid-tier I understand Richards but um I'm, I'm not MMEing I'm just gonna hand build some teams today but I'm gonna have a stud and I'm gonna have a scrub uh, on DraftKings and, and on Yahoo I already told you I'm not making a team without two studs on Yahoo yeah, I think on Yahoo, you're going to go the two stud route. I think on a site like DraftKings, if you're playing tournament specifically, I would go for one of the studs. I'd be going either, you know, Cole or Ray, and then Clevenger's fine too, and I'd be going all the way to the bottom with the, with the uh, duds. That's what I'd be doing in tournament specifically, so you can get in those big bats and just hope that everything works out your way. Cash games is a little different. Um, I'm going to try and maybe see if I can mess with that, but I think I'll ultimately uh, end up figuring out maybe I'll take a dud. It was one of those things I was kind of plugging in Richards for now, and I was able to make lineups really like, perfectly fine and be happy but the more and more i think about it and i'm sure the more and more as the day goes on i'm just gonna find a dud to take uh and hopefully figure out which one and uh throughout the show maybe we can find like our favorite dud and uh, give that out to the yeah so like this is what dfs has come to right where the combination of anderson samson nova and fetty if that game plays or those guys are gonna be like some of the higher on pitchers on the slate just because of how the slate has worked out today. And, and I'm just going to, I'm going to rotate my cheapies. I'm going to rotate my studs. And I think that's how I'm going to make my, my DraftKings lineups today. And, and I already said on Yahoo, double premium. You're not going to find the lowest I'd go would be Sonny Gray. And I don't even know if he's a necessity on Yahoo today. Listen, Britt, we all make fun of Dean, but 10% of all these guys in the 4K range, man, I think Dean was uh, ahead that's of his not time. Enough. 15, give me 15% <laughs> of all of them. That sounds a little bit better to me. Um, what about some bats? I, I, you know, if I don't think Richards is going to draw too much ownership on Yahoo, but I think the White Sox present an interesting opportunity and I don't even know, maybe even the, if Nova draws some ownership too, maybe you can roll out the Marlins stack, right? They're going from Miami to 72 with a wind howling out in Chicago today. Um, but the White Sox, if, if Richards is going to draw ownership in that mid tier today, are very interesting to me on DraftKings um, as kind of like a, a leverage play because they can go off anyway. They've got a five run total. And if they do happen to go off, you're knocking out 20 to 30% of the field that has Richards anyway. Um, so I, I'm probably going to have, I'm, I'm hand making three lineups. Uh, I'm going to have a White Sox stack in one of those three. 
Yeah, I think it makes some sense. And like when you do, you know, build your teams, right? When you do build that one, Britt, like just avoid John Jay, right? It's just that yeah. simple. Like the upside's terrible in him. Just skip the number two guy in the order. Let people make their White Sox stacks with John Jay. And then you'll be set because there's not a lot of upside for him. Uh, I just pulled the game log just to see like what John Jay's been doing. And I mean, he had it's one double. Four five with four run game. You got to fade. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not that worried. Uh, you know, if you want to put him in there, go ahead. But I would I would just skip him, right? I would go the one, and then I go three, four, five, and six. That's kind of how I would do it. And again, uh, one thing I do like about the White Sox is they got a guy like James McCann. It helps fill your catcher position. I like when that happens throughout my stat. Yeah. So um, yeah. If you're looking to get some leverage on um, the Marlins or at least on Richards, I think the White Sox do make some sense. Um, you get the added bonus, reasonably low owned. And then if they do go off, um, you take out a reasonably popular pitcher as well. That's always good in baseball, in my opinion. And then, like the Marlins, the, if you were ever going to make a Marlin, the Marlins actually look like they're drawing some reasonable ownership today on Slate IQ. The White Sox are lower owned than the Marlins. I'll take the White Sox all day long in that scenario. Um, I, I don't know. The, Mar- the Marlins are drawing ownership today. What are you doing with them? They're too expensive. Well, it depends where you look. I know some sites, like I saw like Brian Anderson was really cheap. I don't know if it was Yahoo specifically, but one of the sites, he was a good price. It could have been FanDuel uh, where some of these guys are cheaper. I saw Neil Walker didn't have a bad price. So I think where you can get them cheap, I don't hate them as maybe some one-off options here and there to help save and get you in the big pitchers with the, uh, you know, big five-man mm-hmm. stack or four-man stack, whatever site you're on, six-man. Uh, I think taking Marlins as one-offs here and there is fine. The stack, I don't hate, but there's other stacks I prefer. Yeah, um, on DraftKings, Garrett Cooper is $100 more than Aaron Judge today. That's all you need to know about uh, about the Marlins' prices on DraftKings today. Yeah, the, the Marlins <laughs> are like that one team today. That like uh, salary, you know, salary shopping is very important with them. Uh, let's go Yankees, Twins. Be Well, that's what's on the starting lineups page. Yes, that is what is on Yahoo. Um, both of the pitchers have had some success this year. CeCe's been having some good games, and Martin Perez has had some good games. But I'm not on these guys today. This is one of the premier spots for bats today. Both of these teams crush left-handed pitching, and uh, they're all underpriced basically across the industry today. Yeah, no, uh, I'm definitely in on getting a ton of twins bats, right? That's definitely the the one that I'm, I'm big on. If you look at Slate IQ, they're going to be one of the better leverage plays. Also like their win percentage too there on the Slate IQ. And I like a lot of these guys' prices, right? Like Nelson Cruz, he's 4.4K. Even on Yahoo, he's yeah. $19. I still think that's a really good price on Cruz. And the matchup against CC is perfect. We know he's a you know certified lefty masher. Regardless what Cardi says, he's part of that club. Uh, like Jorge Polanco's price at shortstop where he's 4k over on DK and on Yahoo specifically, he's only $11. Uh, Lindor is definitely a guy that I think people are going to gravitate to over on Yahoo, but that price savings on Polanco is really intriguing. Uh, definitely like Garver. If you have the money to spend up on him, but one of the guys I think that's going to get a lot of love, especially on Yahoo at $12 is CJ Kwan. I, someone just said he's out of the lineup. So I'm refreshing. I think I might've just hit Twitter. There is no, so Sano's playing in first base. Um, he's over there today. There is no CJ Crone today. Yeah, I'll read off the lineup. I have it here. It's Garver, Polanco, Cruz, Rosario, Sano, Gonzalez, Kepler, Shup, and uh, I forgot to say his name, Arias or whatever. Oh, the young, yeah, yeah he, he's he's batting last there. So um, yeah, losing Cron is upsetting a little bit, but there are some good first basemen that uh, I want to talk about later on. So I'm okay with losing Cron. It's not a big deal. Yeah. So even without Crone, you can play Cruz. Um, Polanco is going to be like a cash staple. Uh, when, when you talk about at 11 bucks on Yahoo, that seems way too cheap. 
Um, Garver is just so expensive, but if you're playing tournaments, I think you can mix in some Garver. Um, but the other side of this game too, I couldn't believe this. Uh, Gary Sanchez against the lefty is what he's, tw- he's 12 bucks on, on Yahoo today. Uh, how, how do I pass this up? Yeah, you can't. Uh, one, one catcher I wanted to say before, uh, if you look on Fanduel specifically, if you had Crone in your lineup and you want to make a quick swap, just swap the Garver. It's the same exact price and it's catcher first baseman eligibility. So that's a really easy quick swap that you guys can make over there. Right now it's your lineup, so it's not dead if you'd like. But uh, yeah, you're right. My catcher is going to be Gary the Goat Sanchez, right? I'm waiting for the big T tweet once he hits one out against Martin Perez. Uh, yeah, Gary Sanchez is going yard. Like him here on Yahoo at $12. The price is too cheap. The matchup is so good. Uh, Gary Sanchez is an awesome option for the Yankees. Do we have the full Yankees lineup yet, Britt? Uh, I don't think so. I was looking at the bat earlier today, and it did not have Gary Sanchez in the optimal on Yahoo today. I, w- I wanted to send a message to to Cardi on that one, but I, I hopefully by the end of the day, it aligns with my thoughts. And even if it doesn't, I'm overriding. I'm playing Gary Sanchez as my catcher on Yahoo. Yeah, for sure. He's definitely my favorite catcher. Uh, you know, DJ LeMayhew, he's been absolutely just smashing uh, forever and ever. It's been just going on every single day. DJ LeMayhew does something. Uh, Aaron Judge, you talked about his price. Obviously, he's still a pretty good option. Even Edwin Encarnacion, I know he's been hitting the ball pretty well lately, and he got the bump up in the lineup. He's been really good. I think up and down, this Yankees lineup is phenomenal. You can play all of them. I think uh, some of these guys are cash game options, but it's it's tough to fit them all in, right, because we're doing a lot of spending up on, you yeah. know, we're spending up on a lot of pitchers and especially on Yahoo. It seems like I'm only getting one Yankee in there and it might be Gary Sanchez. And maybe if I have one spend up, I get like a judge in there or something or like an Edwin Encarnacion, but on Yahoo specifically, it's really hard to get those Yankees. Uh, Let's go to the Cincinnati Milwaukee game. Um, But before I do that, I got to tell you uh, about our badge promotion here at Roto Grinders. If you uh, sport the badge on Roto Grinders, put through your little Roto Grinders logo, upload it to FanDuel, DraftKings or whatever, um you fill out our little form that Devin dropped the link for you um in chat and you happen to do good in a tournament you will get uh, a free month of Roto-Grinders premium if you kind of follow all the steps on it and it's like 40 bucks for a month of Roto-Grinders premium so uh an easy way to uh if you have a good night to get some free premium is to upload the badge so follow the link uh here's a couple recent Roto-Grinders members who have put the badge up uh Weasel19, Andy A65, Air Force 1977, uh, Draft Lion, Slandigy, and True Winnings, along with uh, another couple of names that I probably can't pronounce, so I'm passing them over. Um, But thanks to you guys for uh, rocking the badge, and if you guys want to participate in the promotion, uh, follow the link in chat or go to the forums, and you'll be able to figure it out pretty easily. Uh, So let's go back to the Cincinnati game, and I think Sonny Gray... He's the discount ace today. He's been pretty good. Uh, And even against Milwaukee, I'm really not too scared to use him here today. If you're looking to save off the top tier of pitchers, Gray's been really good. Uh, 31% K rate to lefty. So maybe, maybe just maybe he can strike out Yelich or Grandal or Moustakas a couple of times because he's been really good against them. And he's been lights out against righties as well. Nobody's really hitting him. Uh, He's having a pretty good season. He's discounted on both Yahoo and DraftKings because he's facing Milwaukee. I don't know if you need it on Yahoo as much, right? Because you could play Robbie Ray at 44. But uh, I'm looking over at DraftKings, and uh, what's he coming in at? He's coming in at 9,700, which is almost 2,000 less than Robbie Ray and almost 3,000 less than Colin Clevenger. So it's some pretty good savings over there. 
I think you can play gray in tournaments. And I think at the end of the night, you're not going to regret it. Yeah, I think Gray is one of the better tournament options on this entire slate. If you look at the bottom of this lineup, there's a lot of strikeouts there. You know, some of these guys, 29.8K percentage. Uh, Thames, 31.5. You got 28.6%. RC is at 20% with some of the other guys. And then you have a pitcher in there, obviously. And then if you look at some of the, like, you know, the guys at the top of the lineup, like Lorenzo Kane, his ISO has been horrendous this season. He has a 55% ground ball rate, and Gray is a 57 uh, ground ball rate. So it seems like that'll just play into his favor. That's like a free out. It just seems like everything's lining up. And I looked at Gray's last three games, Britt, and uh, he's got nine strikeouts, eight strikeouts, and 12 strikeouts. And can uh, can you figure out which game Sonny Gray had the 12 strikeout a game against? Would that be against Milwaukee? Yes, that was against Milwaukee. Okay. I'm not... I'm not saying he's going to do 12 again, guys, but uh, Sonny Gray's in a phenomenal spot. Uh, I actually put in my sharp side video as a guy. Uh, I took the over at six and a half strikeouts. I think he's in a really good spot. I think that line is a little too low. So uh, there is some value there. That, and I think he's a phenomenal tournament option today. I'm not going to be playing Chase Anderson. Uh, you can make a case for some of the Reds, righties. You want the, the lefty power uh, in Milwaukee sometimes, but Anderson, he's got these pretty big reverse splits for a long time and he's really given it up to righties and played IQ you've got guys like uh, Suarez and Puig uh, I'm not sure if I'm stacking up the Reds uh, you know in my couple of hand-built lineups but if you're playing a lot I like some of the Reds I think you can still play Votto although I prefer the righties but they may like someone looked at some advanced statistics here it's only Votto is the only lefty in this lineup so they're really stacking up against Anderson um, I think they make a pretty good play and um you know, Suarez and Puig, one of the, the better bets, I think, to hit a home run tonight. Yeah, the one thing I will say is it always feels like this, Britt. Like, you know, we've been playing DFS for a while. Yeah. Doesn't Cincinnati and Milwaukee always go nuts, like, whenever they play each other? So uh, I wouldn't be shocked if one side of the ball does. And if it does, uh, the Reds, I think, are a really good tournament option. If you want, like, a lower-owned tournament team, I think that's definitely one to go to. Yeah, and let's take a look at their prices. Uh, Suarez is 19. Puig's been having some good games. He's up to 25. So, I mean, it does cost to get them. They're going to both be low-owned because of their prices. Um, but I, I think those guys, if you can somehow, you know, if you play Puig instead of Judge or something like that, it's not out of the question that that Puig has a home run and, and Judge doesn't. And that's something that could be a big swerve for you uh, in a tournament on Yahoo today. So just keep those guys in mind. Yeah, uh, and, and, and also, Britt, people think, uh, you know, Milwaukee, they get scared of their bullpen. But, like, if the Reds are going off, you're not seeing Josh Hader, right? You're not seeing those really good bullpen guys. You're seeing some of the bad ones. So uh, don't be afraid to stack up the Reds tonight. I think they're really good in tournaments. Uh, Oakland-Houston is our next game. Uh, I don't really know what else to say about Garrett Cole. He's been, you know, neck and neck with Scherzer for the best pitcher, if not the best pitcher in all of baseball. Double-digit strikeouts in three of his last four. Um, he goes deep enough in games because he's just striking everybody out. And I know Oakland doesn't strike out too much, but it doesn't matter when you're basically the best pitcher in baseball in the season. I'm paying for Cole on Yahoo. On DraftKings, you can make a case to not use him and, and use a Robbie Ray as your SP1. Or I, if, I, if I was going to use Clevenger for like a cash team, I would find 400 to get to Cole. But to save 900 and use Robbie Ray, even though Ray's expensive, I think makes a little bit of sense. Um, but I, I still think you can even use Cole and Cash on DraftKings, just the clear top pitcher of the slate, if not the entire season. 
Yeah, I think I'm going Garrett Cole. I, I am debating on getting a little cute and going Robbie Ray on DK, but I might just go Cole on uh, DK. Play Robbie Ray and uh, Cole on Yahoo. That way I don't have to worry about it. And then on FanDuel, I might go over and just play Ray because there's a pretty good discount over there. Mm-hmm. But he, Cole's not that hard to fit over there on FD, though. Yeah, so, I but. like they got – so they got three lefties in there. And you think, you oh, lefty versus righty, you never want that. But Cole's got the uh, 40% K rate to lefties. Uh, so far this season so I like that they got a couple more lefties in there and then I thought they were gonna have there's still just enough strikeouts and when you're as good as Cole you can strike out anybody I'm not worried at all um, Cole's the top pitcher I'm playing him it's indoors it's in Houston it's lights out there um, get Garrett Cole on Yahoo specifically DraftKings it's Cole or Robbie Ray as your SP1 uh, I think a choice and if you have the money I think I like Cole but the bats look really good um, if you save that 900 with Robbie Ray, you get to upgrade a couple spots across the board. Uh, definitely don't think I'm using Homer Bailey. There have been been times I've used Homer Bailey. Uh, today against Houston's not going to be one. Yep, I agree with you. Definitely a bad idea to use Homer Bailey. And it's interesting. No one's really talking about the Astros today. And I don't know if it's because of their prices or they just don't fit the you know slate. But they do have a 5.77 implied total. So uh, you know, if you want to stack up the Astros, I'm assuming you're going to get lower. They are expensive on yahoo they're they're going to be popular on DraftKings. but yuli before you left yuli had like what one home run he's gone on now he's got 18 yeah i know i made (laughs) i made a couple astro stacks here and there and i got the yuli uh exposure at least so uh lucky for that i got some exposure to him but yeah man yuli has been crushing it's been unbelievable what he's been doing and the astros just them fighting throughout their uh lineup like with them being banged up so much what they've been doing is incredible man they're really going to be competing postseason yeah they don't even have Correa and their lineup is just so good top to bottom Uh, I think they're a little bit more in play on DraftKings that the prices on Yahoo I mean you're going to be using two pitchers you don't want to use if you stack them up and I think you lose the advantage of the pitcher scoring on Yahoo if you stack them so I don't even know if I'd do it at these high prices on Yahoo today in a tournament but um, on DraftKings I think you can play them pretty easily Um, yeah I agree agree with you on that I think it's more of a DK play than a Yahoo all right, let's go to Robbie Ray. Uh, you did a video for, what was that, Sharp Side today? Yeah, did a prop video. And uh, yeah, I can talk about Robbie Ray for you. Yeah, just... let's go. I'll just throw it to you. Yeah, I mean, dude, Robbie Ray is in such a good matchup right now. And if you pull up the plate IQ, Brit, on your end, like you can just see, like, so Robbie Ray, he's got a 4.17 exit, the 30.6K percentage. We know he can strike out a ton of guys. And the one issue we always have with Robbie Ray, it's the 11.5% uh, walk rate. And the one thing I like looking at this Orioles lineup, you look up and down. There are about five guys with a 24.4% K rate or higher. They got two guys that are hovering in the 20% range. And now the Orioles are going from the AL to the NL, which means a pitcher that normally doesn't hit is going to have to go out there. So uh, Robbie Ray is going to get a ton of strikeouts. The biggest issue he has is the walks. And as a team, this team walks at a 5.4% rate, which is very low. Uh, I don't think the walks are going to be a problem for Robbie Ray today. I just think he's going to be striking them all out. Wouldn't be shocked to see double-digit strikeouts, man. Give me all the Robbie Ray today. It's a dream spot. Yeah, I like Ray. Uh, if you're on Yahoo, I think the Ray uh, Cole combo is probably the the chalk combo of the day. I'm going to have that on my cash teams tonight. But yeah, I don't see anything wrong with Ray. That would be even better if there were um, higher temperature games and higher total games. This is indoors in the humidor tonight. So uh, yeah, I, I think Robbie Ray is a certain play. I can't find any fault. Um, the walks, I, I don't know if you can say the walks won't be a problem because he can walk walk anybody with the best of them. But if you look at the statistics, maybe he's got a little bit of an edge there. It all really just depends on himself. But, yeah, I, I definitely like Robbie Ray. Uh, would you use a one-off bat against him, though? Because he 
has given up some power, some ISO. He can still strike righties out, but would you, in, in a non-Robbie Ray lineup, would you throw in a, a Trey Mancini or something like that into it? Yeah, so if you're doing like those, like, uh, you know, I, you're more of the tournament guy, but if you're doing like the five, you know, two one stacks and like that one becomes Trey Mancini, I don't hate it, but um, I know Robbie Ray will probably give up one home run here or there, so it's fine. You can do it, and it's going to be really low-owned. And if it just happens to fall into, you know, your 150, I wouldn't hate it, but uh, I wouldn't be attacking Orioles by any means. I'd rather be way overweight on Robbie Ray. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a guy I just think has an absolute smash game, so like him a ton. Real quick, the Yankees lineup did come out for it, and uh, it looks like what we want it to be. LeMahieu, Judge, Encarnacion, Sanchez, Hicks, Voigt, Torres, Urshela, and uh, I forgot to say his name, Touchman or whatever, but mm-hmm. no one's really probably playing him too much, but uh, Gary He's Sanchez. Hot too. <laughs> yeah, the whole Yankees lineup is in hot, man. Trust me, I know. Uh, I'm in the New Jersey area, and no one shuts up about the Yankees. So I know the Yankees are crushing every day. It's the worst. Um, the Diamondbacks offense. A couple of the guys have some good prices, right? You can get Adam Jones at 11 bucks. I think he's a pretty fine play if you're looking for a cheap outfielder. You can convince me, Jake Lamb. You know, let's say that Washington, let's say we can't play Nolan Arenado, right? And you're searching for a third baseman. I don't think Lamb's probably the best play, but I don't hate it if that's who you fall on to, um, just against Baltimore and a, and a bad bullpen. Um, the rest of the guys all a little bit too expensive, but I, I do like this price on Adam Jones. I don't know if he's going to make the final cut, but he, he's basically right there if he's going to make it onto my cash game. Yeah, Adam Jones is definitely a guy that has a cheap price around the industry. And if you look at, uh, you know, some of these Diamondbacks, uh, it's tough to get them in there. Uh, Dyson is a guy that's pretty cheap. I think he's like $14 over on Yahoo. So that's a nice price. I'd like him. But some of the other guys are really difficult to get in there. So, uh, yeah, Diamondbacks stack, though. They have a 5.73 implied total against the Orioles. And we know the Orioles aren't that good and their bullpen's not good. So, uh, yeah, I think the Diamondbacks stack is certainly in play today. All right. Let's talk some garbage pitchers. Not so much on Yahoo because I don't think you need these guys on Yahoo. But on DraftKings tonight, we've got some interesting guys in these next two games, Travis. So let's start with the the, the Cubs and the Giants, and let's talk some Sean Anderson. Um, again, not on Yahoo, but on DraftKings, you're pitching in San Francisco, right? And it's nice and cool. It's 62 degrees in San Francisco today. That means a lot. And he's 4,300 on DraftKings. Uh, if he was 5,300 or 5,600 on DraftKings, I don't think we, we really see much traction on him. But when you get these near minimum price plays, they just end up on some teams because that top end of pricing is really tough today. So he's got a couple of ceiling games in like the 20s, one against Baltimore, one against San Diego. Yeah, all right. The Cubs a little bit better offense than that. So maybe he's not there, but I mean, what does he need? If, if he gets 12 points, I'm feeling pretty good. And then if one of the, my bats go off, that's fine with me. Like I'm, I'm just looking for one of these cheap pitchers more so on DraftKings to get me some sort of a score. And it's a pitcher in San Francisco. And I know the Cubs are an okay offense, but there's just enough strikeouts. I don't know. I don't think it's the worst thing in the world today. No, I agree with you. And he might face like Schwarber and Baez, uh, you know, right away at the one, two spot, but those guys strike out a ton, right? So we get the more opportunities for the strikeouts. If he sees them like the third time through, which is actually kind of a nice bump for him. Cause mm-hmm. we're just trying to get like some strikeouts here and there. I don't hate going in. I think he's one of the cheaper guys you can get. 
that I would probably go to. The ISO is down too, which can be scary. Uh, the walks aren't as bad. You get worried when pitchers walk and just get, you know, destroyed. It's a 7.7% walk rate, which, you know, there's worse pitchers and there's better pitchers, but that number is fine. Uh, and, you know, Chris Bryant, I'm assuming because he goes into uh, San Francisco, he's not a top 25 hitter then. I know there's a hot debate about it, Britt. Not, not today. That's long, that's long gone. See, that was <laughs> happening when you were when you were around. Now that we're back, that's all died down. Okay, I just wanted to throw it in there. But, uh, yeah, I, I think the Cubs, man, uh, I think the Cubs are definitely an offense that we can attack a little bit uh, with Anderson because, again, uh, the common theme of the day is it's studs and duds, and if you need to give me a dud, I'm perfectly fine with Anderson. Uh, not not as good as Robbie Ray and Garrett Cole, but, hey, he, he might get me that couple <laughs> digits uh, and then uh, helps me get all the big bats and helps me win all the money. I'm dead serious. If I got double-digit DraftKings points from one of Ivan Nova, one of Anderson – one of Samson, I'm feeling one of them is probably going to get there, and I, I you just rotate them all through through the line. You got a favorite of the cheapies? Uh, it, it's probably Anderson, man. That's probably where I would go. Like, uh, you know, some people are saying Alec Mills is a better play, but Alec Mills is a lot more money. He's like yeah. three thousand dollars. Not on Yahoo. On Yahoo, he's like a dollar. I think they're the same price on Yahoo. Yeah, on Yahoo would be different. Uh, I would definitely look to, into Mills there because you know how bad the Giants lineup is. Yahoo, that makes sense with Mills, but uh, yeah, DK, I wouldn't. But Mills on uh, Yahoo makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah, I would play Mills of the cheapy, but again, I just don't think you need to go this route on Yahoo today. I think you're really costing yourself a pitcher if you don't pay for anybody sunny gray and above on Yahoo. Uh, any bats? I, I don't really see myself targeting any bats in this game. Do you, you got one for me? No, man. Like, I don't think I ever play bats in this game. Like yeah. uh, if you just faded all season long, like I think you're ahead. Uh, Gotta be so. up. I should go look up the run totals in San Francisco this year. It's probably horrific. So uh, when I, I never really touch this game, unless it's like Arenado against a really bad lefty as a one-off or something or Trevor story, maybe, but uh, I will pass on that. All right, let's go to the final game of the night. Um, then we'll make a quick little lineup for you. Texas and Seattle. Uh, we've got Samson and we've got Marco Gonzalez on the mound today. So Gonzalez, 7,900 on DraftKings. I think he's kind of him and Richards are probably the two mid-tier guys over there. I, I'd have the most interest in. And it's simply because Texas stinks versus lefties and Marco Gonzalez is a lefty. Texas also been ice cold recently. So I think Gonzalez has some potential, but I think he's probably priced a little bit too high on DraftKings at 7,900. Um, the other guy that's slightly interesting is, is Samson, who you're probably not, you're not going to get 90 pitches out of him. You're probably going to get somewhere between like 70 to 80 pitches and dudes, 4,100 on DraftKings. He can strike some guys out. Seattle's not a really good offense. It's a, a good park upgrade for him, not playing him on Yahoo, but he's another one of these cheapy guys on DraftKings that, that certainly makes the list of of, as Jordan likes to say, vomit pitchers you want to have some interest in. Yeah. Um, now, listen, I, I'm not that interested in the vomit pitcher, Samson, but the reason to have interest isn't because Samson's good. The reason to have interest is because the Mariners lineup is bad, right? Yeah. If you look at the K percentage on these guys, I'll just read them off to you down the, down the list, uh, Britt. 24.3%, 22.2%, Santana's at 30%. Bobobach, 23.6%, 21.5%, 21.6%, 29.4%, 30%, and 15%. The other thing that's really nice about Samson is his walk rate is low, right? It's 5.2%. Like, we don't have to worry about him having maybe those, like, 30 uh, pitch innings unless he's just getting shelled. And if he's getting shelled, we're probably already in a little bit of trouble, Brett. So, uh, yeah, I kind of think Samson isn't a terrible way to go, but I do think there's some guys that can give him some fits in this lineup. Uh, speaking of guys that can give him fits, it's Daniel Vogelbach. I mean, 
everything lines up for him to have a massive day. If you look against lefties, 357 Woba, a 215 ISO. Uh, you know, Vogelbach's been crushing the ball last 15 days. 93 point, uh, 93 mile per hour exit velocity and the batted ball distance is 240. Uh, Vogelbach, I think, is one that definitely has a really big game. And I think on Yahoo at $15, he's a really nice pivot from Kron. Just take the $3 and go right up to Vogelbach. Yeah, and um, you can definitely stack up Seattle, too, and you get the edit. Like, Samson's going to draw some ownership on DraftKings tonight, too, so you're knocking out 10 to 15% of the field. I think he's going to end up with tonight just because people are searching for these $4,000 pitchers over there. So if you do stack up Seattle, they're showing positive leverage and slate IQ. The, the Seattle bats are going to draw some ownership, but you also get the added benefit. Normally, when the team has a lot of ownership, no one's rostering those pitchers. But tonight's very strange. Like people are going to be rostering the Marlins, but they're going to be taking Ivan Nova. People are going to be rostering Samson, but people are going to be stacking up Seattle. It doesn't really happen too often. Um, but with tonight's cheap pitchers, if you do stack up Seattle, you do get to take out uh, a decent percentage of the field that would have Samson as their pitcher anyway. So uh, keep that in mind as you make some teams. Uh, let's fill out a quick little lineup, give people some of our, our favorite plays. I think at pitcher, we've decided we're playing we're playing Cole and we're playing Ray. I think that's what I'm doing here on, on Yahoo, Travis. Yeah, um, real, sorry, real quick. The, the lineup came out for um, the, uh, for what's it called? The Milwaukee and Jesus Aguiar's in there. So that's actually interesting. Uh, maybe some more strikeouts there for us. But uh, what'd you say? I, I like Sonny Gray. Um, Cole and Ray, Yahoo staples right yeah they're yahoo staples if you want to pivot to you know sunny gray instead or like a clevenger off of a coal maybe to get like some bigger bats that's perfectly fine but if you do do the coal and ray route you know it, it does get a little tough to get in uh you know all the bats you want um catcher we already told you gary sanchez uh if you're a subscriber to the bat i don't know what it says currently but it did not have gary sanchez in earlier i'm overriding that i'm putting gary sanchez in as my catcher uh, first base, I wanted to use Crone. He's not in the lineup. So let, let's try to figure this out, Travis. What are we doing at first base? What, who's our favorite play? Yeah, so like, let's say you need a value play, right? I think Matt Adams is a really good play, but you don't know what's going to happen with that Washington game. Yeah. And Washington's going to get a lot of ownership and we're playing tournaments here. Dude, let's go right up to Vogelbach at the $15 range. Uh, I know you talked about Goldschmidt at 13. I think he's fine too. Uh, but I like Vogelbach a ton at 15 bucks. I think you can make arguments for going Edwin or Carnacion at 19. Uh, I think going either Edwin or Vogelbach could fit us really well here. Yeah, Vogelbach seems good for me. Uh, let's go to second. We're going to need, you know, we've only got about 11 bucks uh, left. So let's try to find uh, a cheap second baseman. What do you got for me uh, on the Yahoo? I'm looking around. I see, I don't know if it's the super cheap end at second base that I really want to go, but there's just... There's no one I really got to have, I think, at second base tonight. Yeah, so I don't I don't really love second base. How about we do this? Let's skip second for now, and then we'll go back and figure it out. Uh, smart, want, smart man. Yeah, that's, I think, the way to go, and uh, we can kind of move our salary around. I just don't love a ton. I have a $7 guy in there right now, but I want to kind of see what we can do instead. Uh, third base, if the weather in the Washington game, uh, if Roth gives us a thumbs up on it, currently at orange, I got to see what he does later on it. Um, we're playing Arenado, so uh, can't. I'm I'm not passing up Arenado if I can play. Yeah, I'm not passing on him either. Uh, let's just put him in there for now. I think he's a really good play, and uh, yeah, we don't know what's going to happen with the weather. And there's pivots up, there's pivots down, there's tons of ways to go. One guy, if you want to go like absolutely really cheap, we talked about Samson obviously being an interesting play on a site like DK, but. You know, Samson really struggles against lefties. And Kyle Seeger, I know he's, uh, you know, not the same Kyle Seeger he was, but for $7, and if it's a salary saver that gets you other bats, I don't hate that. And a guy like Tommy Edmond, who's really cheap at uh, third base, at 9 bucks, I think he could be really interesting. And 
third base feels like a spot where you can either go Arenado in the middle or you go all the way down or you go all the way up. Yep. Uh, I like those two pivots. Uh, shortstop, Polanco is probably my dude there. He's 11 bucks. That's too cheap. Uh, I'm, I'm taking him and you, you know, you're going to see him on my cash team tonight. Yeah. I think that's what I'm doing too. I get the argument. If you want to play Lindor, like if you have the money, I don't know what your build is, but if you have money to go up to Lindor and it doesn't really hurt your roster, I'm fine with it. But uh, I've been preferring my builds the more and more I've put Polanco in personally. Uh, Give me uh, you got any cheap outfielders? Give me like one or two guys we could throw in here. Uh, well, I mean, the two Arizona guys, Adam Jones and Dyson are great. I think Adam Jones at 11 bucks is the one you definitely want to plug in. That's a cheapie that we should definitely like. Uh, I think he just fits the bill and, uh, you know, a type of cashing guy, even tournaments too, right? He has upside little revenge too. I got to stay on brand Brit. So, uh, the revenge narrative is there too, against Baltimore. Yeah. So here's a couple guys that I think you can make uh, a good Yahoo lineup with tonight. I don't want to fill in everything else, but I think you'll see, the majority of these people uh, on my cash team, if you happen to get quick matched against me or you, you're playing in a 50-50 or something like that, you'll see a lot of these guys on my team tonight. A um, couple of QQs have come in, but real quick, what are you doing? Uh, you got a couple favorite stacks tonight. Who are you targeting? Yeah, the favorite stacks, uh, I, I guess it depends on what site you're playing, obviously. Um, the Twins are definitely one I'm going to look to. I like the Twins a lot. Uh, I don't know. It sounds like they are getting some more ownership than I was liking uh, for sure, but I think they're one I definitely want to go to. I like uh, the – obviously, the Yankees are fine. Uh, I like the Diamondbacks. I think they're going to have a pretty nice day. Um, what about you, Britt? Who are some of the stacks you like? Well, I wanted to note, this is going to change. I can almost guarantee it, but currently right now – in I just updated Slate IQ. I was hoping it was updated, but it's not yet. But the twins are the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13th highest owned team cumulatively right now on DraftKings. So if you want to stack the twins on DraftKings, currently nobody else is really doing that, Travis. Yeah, that's kind of the team I want. Like I was in looking at Slate IQ, I kind of look at it early in the day and figure out what's going to happen and look at other things. I think that's fine. But one team that we did mention, and again, like their implied run totals down, I don't think people are going to play them like that are the Boston Red Sox. And I think they have a cheap enough prices where you're able to make stuff work on DK. That's another one that I think is a really interesting play. You get a guy like JD at 4.1K, that's too cheap. A guy like Sam Travis, who, you know, is 2.8K and just could be a nice salary saver. Uh, I think there's guys that can just kind of make that work for you. So I don't hate the Boston one as well. Uh, a couple of QQs. We'll get on out of here. Uh, let's see here. Miami stack against Nova tonight. So I don't really use Miami too much, but I don't think I do it on Yahoo. Let me pull up some DraftKings ownership. And again, the, the DraftKings ownership, when it updates, should, should be coming in the next 20, 30 minutes, something like that. Um they're not really drawing a lot of ownership and Nova is at Nova's at 12%. I don't hate it. You're probably not doing in a single entry or a three entry, but if, if you're playing like 20 lineups, having a Miami stack against Nova, who's actually going to draw some ownership himself sounds pretty good to me. I get it. Uh, probably not something I do. Maybe it's more of like a 150 thing. I'm probably only playing uh, a little bit of tournament teams, not a lot. I haven't decided what the number is yet, but uh, I like Miami guys more as like one-offs and just like kind of picking the salaries where they're uh, a nice saver. That was the uh, the only QQ I see in there. If you guys have any more QQs, throw them in there. Um, otherwise, we're probably going to jump out of here. Don't forget on Yahoo, if you guys want to play some best ball, for football, uh, we're only, uh, I think, less uh, a week and a half away, 10 or 11 days from football preseason being on television. Uh, jump in some of the Yahoo leagues here. You can use your DFS balance and jump right on into them. 
Uh, the fields are soft. And if you used to, you know, you check them out, we talked about it three or four weeks ago when they launched, they were a little slow, right? And that was off-putting. It was to me, they feel much faster now because the casuals are starting to come in. And if you know what you're doing, the casuals mean money in your pocket at the end of the season. So if you want to try some best ball, go help out our friends at Yahoo on that. Um, one last, a couple last things, Brett. We got to like and subscribe. I didn't hear you say it, guys. So hit like and subscribe <laughs> on the uh, Roto-Grinder stuff. And one last thing. Uh, we got someone in the chat. They're asking for a QQ who hits a home run tonight. Uh, I think um, Devin is throwing my video with the sharp side of who hits home runs tonight and the guys at the strikeout prop. So uh, lit five. You'll get the home runs in a second if you listen to that video uh, from the sharp side of my top props. I'd put two home runs in there. So there you go. Listen to that video. Hit like and subscribe on the sharp side one, too. We appreciate that. All right. I'm taking Yasil Puig to hit a home run tonight. How does that sound? Uh, that's going to get us out of here. Travis, uh, welcome back to the Roto-Grinders rotation. It was fun having you on the show. Thanks to all you guys for watching. We appreciate it. Uh, we love having you guys tune in here at Roto Grinders. I'm Britt, and uh, we out you. Thanks for watching. Welcome to SharpSide's Top Props. I'm Mangone, and I'm going to be giving you four of my favorite props on tonight's MLB slate, including my lock of the night to help you fill out your betting card. Now, before we dive into the picks, I want to tell you guys about the SharpSide Street Contest that we still have going on this month. It's a brand new SharpSide Street Contest. It starts on Monday, July 1st. You only got about seven more days, though. It goes till Wednesday, July 31st, and ends at 11.59 Pacific time. It's completely free to enter. All you need to do is download the SharpSide app, available on iOS or Android. Up for grabs, we got $1,500 in FanDuel credit for you guys. And other great prizes. The SharpSide user with the longest active streak on July 31st at the end of the night, they get to win a $1,000 first prize paid out in FanDuel credit, guys. So check out that SharpSide contest. If you haven't downloaded the app, go ahead and do that and start, sharp, start swiping on your bets. Now, Let's get started and dive right into my picks. Let's head over to Seattle, and I have Daniel Vogelbach, and I got the over on him hitting a home run at plus 240. Now, he gets a matchup against Sampson, who's not very good. He's allowing a 5.05 xFIP on the season, along with a 215 ISO, 357 Woba, 50% hard hit rate, average exit velocity of 91.6 miles an hour on 38% fly balls against left-handed batters. I mean, Vogelbach is absolutely going to crush Sampson here if he hits the bat on the ball, and I expect him to. Sampson's a guy, he only walks about 5% of the batters, and one of the concerns with Vogelbach is he can walk a ton. He walks at like a 19% clip, so uh, I do think Vogelbach gets at least two opportunities against him maybe three and uh, it, when he gets the bat on the ball it's going to go pretty far and I think he's going to crush it feeling the Rangers bullpen too he they're pretty terrible uh, they rank eighth worst in ISO seventh worst in fly ball rate and they are allowing the sixth most hard contact on the season so Rangers bullpen is bad too all the at-bats from Vogelbach are going to be pretty favorable for him to hit a home run Vogelbach he comes in fourth best player on the entire slate in played IQ rating, and he's been crushing the ball lately. And I mean, he's crushing it. In the past 15 days, Vogelbach has a batted ball distance of 240 miles per hour and an average exit velocity of 93. Like, just everything adds up for Vogelbach to crush the ball today. So I really like him. Let's head over back to the East Coast, where I'm taking Sonny Gray at six and a half strikeouts, and I have the over at plus 110. 
Now, Gray, he's been pitching great this season with a 3.35 xFIP, 38.6 K percentage, and he's been limiting the damage a ton with a 57% ground ball rate, and he's allowing an ISO of 0.111 against lefties and 0.138 against righties. So he's been really limiting the damage and getting a ton of Ks at the same time, keeping the pitch count down. Really like what Sonny Gray has been doing. Even though it's a tough matchup against Milwaukee, he's already faced them recently. He's been doing really well recently, if you look at the numbers. Gray has 8, 9, and 12 strikeouts in his last three games. And the game where he had 12 strikeouts, that was against that Milwaukee lineup. And the Milwaukee lineup, it's a little watered, watered down at the bottom. And there's a lot more Ks there than you would think. I also like that we're getting this line at 6.5 because I think that's a little too low for him. I think I wouldn't be surprised if this line was set at 7.5. That's where I think it should be set at. Also, we're getting positive juice at plus 110 here. Uh, I have Gray projected for about nine strikeouts in this matchup. So uh, I really, really like Sunny Gray here in this spot. We're heading back to the West Coast and we're heading to Value Town with this pick. I got Kettle Marte and I have the over on him in a home run at plus 600. Now, if you look at numbers on Brooks, he's struggling a ton against left-handed batters this season. He's allowing a 346 Woba, a 248 ISO, and a hard hit rate of 40.5%. The thing I really, really love about Marte here is that this is just an extreme, extreme value pick. We're getting him at plus 600. And if you look at the FanDuel Sportsbook, he's plus 360 to hit a home run. On the DraftKings Sportsbook, he's plus 400. And I still like that line at plus 400 too, but at plus 600 on the sharp side app, that's just an insane value. And you, you got to swipe right on the over here. Uh, really like that. We get a hitter against a bad pitcher who has a 241 ISO in Marte. He's got 241 ISO. He's got a 387 Boba against right-handed pitching. We get this line again, plus 600. This is just such great value here. So jump on that. Also, if you look at Marte over the last 15 days, he's a batter ball distance of 220, uh, average exit velocity of 91 miles per hour. You know, that's not like insane like what Vogelbach's been doing, but that's still pretty good. He's been hitting the ball very well recently. He also comes into this, uh, you know, comes into this slate with the eighth best plate IQ rating. So uh, grading out really well in this matchup, Marte. Again, the value is just insane. All right, guys, before we get to the lock of the night, please hit the little subscribe graphic on the video and give us a like. Also, I want to know who your favorite props are, guys, so drop them in the comments section below, and let's crush tonight. We're staying on the West Coast, and we're staying in Arizona, and I'm taking Robbie Ray at 8.5 strikeouts at minus 134, and I got the over here. So if you look at this matchup, I have Ray projected for about 9 strikeouts here. And if you look at some of the numbers on Ray, he comes into this game with a 4.16 xFIP, a 30.6 strikeout rate, and an 11% walk rate. And if you look at the Orioles, they strike out a ton. Just everything is lining up for this to be the perfect matchup for Robbie Ray. Like if you could find the, you know, the number one team in the MLB that you want Robbie Ray to go up against, this is the spot. They have five batters who strike out at a 24.4% of the time or higher, two others that strike out around 20% of the time, and they have a pitcher in the lineup today because Baltimore is going from the AL uh, to the NL park, which gives them a pitcher, so one less batter. It also helps the team helps a ton that this Orioles team, if you look at the numbers, the walk rate is very, very low on them. They have a 5.4% walk rate. And if you guys know Robbie Ray, what's Robbie Ray's problem? He has an, a huge walking issue. If you look, 11% walk rate, that can be a problem, but I don't expect that from the Orioles. I expect the strikeouts to be coming up plenty tonight. I wouldn't be surprised if through, you know, six innings, you see Robbie Ray already has, a, you know, probably like double-digit strikeouts at 10. So that would not shock me at all. Robbie Ray, give me the over on eight and a half strikeouts for him. Thanks a lot for joining me, guys. Don't forget to participate in our Sharp Side contest to try and be the best Sharp Side better of the month. But let's sweep the board tonight, guys, and crush.
What is going on, Roto Grinders? It's Dean here at Dean Senate 904. If you want to get all technical on me, it is 5 o'clock on the East Coast. Actually, it's 5.02 on the East Coast, 2.02 on the West Coast, 4.02 Tennessee time, which, of course, we just signed for the flagship show here at Roto Grinders. It's called Grinders Live. It's sponsored by Fantasy Draft. Join me today. You know from such things as the Print Factory, Hashtag Giblets, Screenshot Life, State Kings, Tilting Big Brother. You, you must have been reviewing my uh, Twitter page. It, it's good to be back. I mean, it's it's been a while. I've, I've talked a lot of trash to you on uh, on the uh, shows, uh, but it's good to be in person again here. Yeah, you're th- I should have said known for taking victory laps on Jason Vargas getting like 12 fantasy points. I mean, all I know is <laughs> I, I, I took 200 off you or whatever we bet. <laughs> we bet 200. And since then, I've made the same offer every start since then, and you have never slid in is all I know. Well, you know, who does he play next time? Because uh, uh, I, It's I, open. The window is open. Can I get the same with Yamamoto as well? Because I that's another guy that I, I've been waiting. I'm so disappointed that he got shellacked on a slate I didn't play. Uh, we were talking pre-show. You're saying you play every single slate. I took, uh, was it yesterday or Saturday? I don't recall what day it was. But I, I took the day off. So, uh, yeah, I was not able to take advantage of that with the Dodgers, of course, and the Dodgers. But uh, Yamamoto is one of the other guys I've been screaming about that's uh, been fraudulent this season. I don't know who's Vargas got lined up soon enough. It's probably like in San Francisco or something goofy. It doesn't like matter who it is. It could be anybody. You've already faded the Yankees. You faded the whoever else you. I mean, like, who do you want it to be? A good team in like the, the Yankees. I mean, you faded. You didn't do it versus the Yankees. He wasn't good against the Yankees. He wasn't terrible. Yeah, it went under. <laughs> oh boy. Um, how was uh, how was your weekend there, Tony? It was good. Yeah, I mean, I've I've been out of town for like two weeks. Uh, on the move but it's good to be back home and talking some trash to you here on the show yeah i should have said the old rundown but what people know you is they know you as such things like talking smack in the uh, the old grinders live chat as well um you know but it's and, I, and then i just i'm starting to argue with the computer basically what's the point it's like one and then i have you a just ignored me the other day by the way you had you had our, our new dude on there what's the new dude that hasn't been on the show before Blender. Well, well, I mean, how did he's I pronouncing every name. He's talking Davies, <laughs> Davis, and I'm on there all over him, and you just gave me no love, no no acknowledgement. I didn't want to beat him. I I, I wait to the second show so I get all over you as far as pronunciation and, uh, you know, things like that. I mean, that. you were just letting him, giving him a free pass. You got to break him in right. I mean, Zach <laughs> Davis, like, a hundred different times. I mean, this guy, oh, man, you were just letting him off the hook. You got to break him in. <laughs> I did. I did see you and Chad giving give him giving him the business there. There was a couple other goofy ones too as well. But the, oh, it was it was like four or five, and you just were acting like you didn't even hear it. <laughs> well, I heard it. <laughs> I was well aware. Uh, we got an eleven game slate tonight. By the way, it's a chance uh, it, it gets knocked down to a ten game slate. Uh, as of this morning, it wasn't looking very good in Washington. Of course, Ross Roth will update the weather. Uh, and, you know, of all places, T, Washington's the one we don't trust at all when it comes to weather. Uh, they will cancel games when it's sunny out. Uh, I don't like the fact they don't have a good pitcher going tonight. That, that suggests to me that they're more likely to, to cancel the game or do something goofy. But they also like to co- collect money on concessions, too. So sometimes they'll let people stick around for a couple hours and then cancel the game. But I think how that works is the umpires get control of canceling it once the game uh, it hits the official start time. Whatever. Uh, the point is, uh, watch out for some weather in Washington. Roth usually updates his article sometime during the show. When that gets updated, our fabulous multitasking producer, D-Train, he's going to go ahead and drop that link in chat for you guys. And then, of course, you get the most up-to-date update as far as weather on Crunch Time tonight. It's Roth, it's Tuttle, they get you guys all at the lock. 
uh, it's dicey there. And that's, uh, of course, we're talking about chat. That's the Rotogrounders chat. There's a, YouTube, there's a YouTube chat as well, T. Uh, feel free to like and subscribe on YouTube. Have you ever lurked into the, uh, the YouTube chat there, Tony? Yeah, I mean it's dark in there. It's it's you get some you get some doozies in the YouTube chat. So it's, it's a lot of fun for sure. I stay clear except when I watch that our JJ over on the sharp side when he goes to do the live YouTube. I go in there, but not for these normal shows. So, well, tell the people what that is because I'm not even aware of this. He has a live show on the sharp side app. Yeah, you, I mean not on the app on the YouTube, but he, he it's like a sharp side show. The same thing as he always does. He's given four or five winners a week on the channel. He just, I like watching those. If you want, you haven't watched those videos. This guy says like the funniest stories. He just, uh, they're good stuff. I'll have to check them out. Uh, uh, the sharp you know, side street contest. Telling stories of grandma pooping herself and all. It's, it's hilarious. Well, there you go. I mean, and he right. gives winners in the process. So, I mean, they're all like 10 minutes long and it's, it's a good listen. You had me a grandma pooping, but okay, sure. Right. I think the winners too, I suppose. I'll stick around for that. But. The winners are just like the icing. I mean, the stories are the best part. <laughs> Uh, sharp side street contest is still going down all the way up to the month. Uh, go ahead and check out the sharp side app. What's your streak looking like? Uh, it's zero. I, I, uh, <laughs> I would say my strategy is, is the rope a dope. I'm just going to stick around and just kind of pounce at the end, but, uh, you know, it's a bad strategy. No, it's, it's, it is bad, but I think the good strategy probably is to get out and uh, be a front runner and just kind of chill. The good uh, strategy is just to pick winners. Well, yeah, that's there. You go. You're you're simplifying it for the people. I don't know if we're allowed to play. I feel like I'm not allowed to play. Why would you allowed be allowed to play? I don't know. If I somehow won this, people would be outraged. And you pick more winners than them. What do you mean? Pick winners. There's probably something in the fine print where we shouldn't play, or it might it might be. Oh, like DFS, like it's legitimately picking winners. Uh, Cal, you got Cal hop in the chat. Let us know. <laughs> I know Grant was talking about it one day where he was near the top and. I don't recall if there was like a resolution of any sort, but uh, the first, uh, if you finish in the top three, if you finish first, I believe you get 1200 FanDuel dollars, uh, 300, uh, 200 per second, uh, 100 per third, or maybe I took hundred, it's probably 1200, 200, 100, whatever it is. Uh, you get some FanDuel dollars, you finish in the top three, you get four through 10, you get yourself uh, a month of Rotogrinders premium, which of course includes such things as the lineup HQ, Jesus Musings, million dollar Musings, don't want to slight their cheese. Uh, the expert rankings, crunch time, ownership percentage, premium podcast, expert survey, uh, ownership percentage. I said that twice. Dip, duck, dive, dodge, and dodge and dip, and also slate IQ and much, much more. So there you go. But I assume T, you know a guy. You get yourself a. You already have the hookup as far as RG premium. I will, how do you know? Maybe I pay. Maybe I just found out you get it for free. I mean, <laughs> oh boy, staring the pot. I know a guy. You don't know a guy. I, maybe I do. Uh, okay, I would assume you know a Catholic. <laughs> All right, uh, but Grant is in chat and he's saying that we are not eligible to win. So there you go. Well, I'm still going to win. Well, I you could win just for pride, I suppose. That, I what's more important than pride? I mean, uh, I want to be the winner. I mean, green, green. Oh, pride's maybe, good too. I was going to say I won't go down that. I was going to say something, but I, I'll hold it back. You're just coming back from Colorado. Is that the reference you're going to go with? Or? Uh, I mean, yeah, it wasn't going to be good. Probably. I was going to get myself in trouble, so I'll, I'll pray. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, let's dive in and break down this slate. Again, an 11-gamer as of right now. Watch that Washington game. It looks, it looks dicey at best. Um, you know, we have some good pitchers at the top, some big names. Obviously, Cole and Clevenger, uh, you know, Ray versus Baltimore is pretty intriguing as well. Uh, the mid-tier is essentially non-existent. It's completely gross. Uh, 
uh, I think the, the the clear and obvious path for like optimal play is like one of these big studs and one of these crap pitchers. And the other part of it is, is like, I don't really love the bats today, you know, for 22 teams going out there to play today. I don't think anything really jumps off the page that you have to have. I'm okay fading basically anything. Give me your screenshot. Well, what's your assessment as far as this slate? Yeah, I mean, I like the pitching when it's like this because we got a few guys up top that I like, and then we got some cheap guys that I don't mind. I mean, these guys are so cheap at the bottom that you just don't need much. I mean, if they're getting you 10 points, you're okay. And, I, I mean, like the Sean Anderson is so cheap that, I don't know, he's in the best pitcher's park. He's in a decent spot, and he's only – basically min price so I don't see a problem with that for the most part I mean in the pre-show you guys are talking about playing these scrub mid-range guys I don't I'm not about that life I don't think well the one guy we were talking about in the mid-tier and we'll kind of work our way down to it was Richards you know against against the white percent owned Trevor Richards like imagine playing that is that really what it's at right now that's 36 percent on the thing I got up that seems like an ambitious number I don't know if it's going to be that high but uh I mean, the problem is there's no one in that range. So, like, anyone that plays the mid-range is going to probably play him. So, he, he's got – I mean, unlike Fandle, he's not going to be. But on the two-pitcher sites, he's going to end up 40% owned. And that's just – that's crazy. That is a big number for sure. Wind's blowing out in Chicago for what it's worth. I took a peek at uh, at Ross Weatheredge. Uh, obviously, that's always getting updated as well all the time. It's not particularly hot, but the wind is blowing out. A lot of places it's not particularly hot, at least this time of year. But uh, in a 131 game sample with this current the current temperature right now in Chicago, uh, expect an increase of 10.2 percent of homers and 9.1 percent of runs for what it's worth. So it's like the wind's blowing out to right field. Um, yeah, I don't like that number on Richards at all. Like he's somebody I, I might you know I was looking at, and we'll we'll get to it as far as the. Of course, you were looking at him. You love the chalk. What do you mean? Of course, you're looking at a 40 percent owned dude. I, to be clear, I didn't know he was 40% owned, <laughs> but you know, it, naturally, I just kind of like I, I am a, a sheep when it comes to just a, I, I'm just going to find the chalk pretty, pretty uh, uh, you know, because I like the optimal pitchers in theory. And I don't I know. Love how picking on the White Sox, though. I mean, the White Sox are really bad, so I mean, it makes sense in that aspect. Well, what about the other side? Now that we're on the game, just for fun, like nobody wants to roster Ivan Nova. He's dreadful, but the Marlins are terrible. I know they grabbed the DH, but you know, spoiler alert, he's not good whoever it is, like Granderson or something like that. Um, like, well, the cheapies that are down here are just so gross. Uh, you talked about Anderson in Chicago, and, like, there's no K upside. But, you know, in theory, he can subdue uh, some power in that ballpark. Uh, Samson versus Seattle is probably going to go, like, four or five innings or so. And not always really sure as far as Vogelbach. I know he sat on Sunday with, with a, I think he's got an elbow or a shoulder, something like that. Uh, and, like, a little thing like that might make the difference between me deciding amongst the – one crap pitcher versus another. Williams has not been good. Uh, Alec Mills, he's a little bit more expensive on fantasy draft and on, and on DK, but he's pretty cheap on FanDuel. Um, do you have a favorite crap pitcher? I guess you said before it was Anderson, possibly. It's for sure Anderson for me. But, I mean, when you get down in those cheap seats, like I don't think any of them are that much better than the other one because all you're hoping for is, I mean, unless we play that can- – who's the Kansas City dude that dropped like a 40-piece that night? Like. Uh, <laughs> We're Sparkman. We're gonna be we're gonna be saying Spark for the next twenty years. It's possible. It happened once. Yeah, I mean, but that even that was a really good like that. That was probably versus the White Sox, I think. Whoever it was a I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, like you're not expecting much. Like when I play these guys, I want double digits. If I get double digits, I'm thrilled. I mean, I'm not expecting to get twenty five. So I mean, all these cheap guys, 
they're all kind of in good spots too is the weird part like they're all bad but i'm not that worried about any of them really i mean all even like i guess aaron brooks is the guy i like the least just because arizona arizona definitely has a spot that could blow up but even him i mean if you're gonna give me a 4k pitcher i just there's not much risk sure you risk the minus 10 but even say they get you like five your night's not gonna be over (laughs) well the only thing with brooks is he's not completely stretched out like i wouldn't imagine he goes beyond like five innings or so you don't you don't need more than five if he goes four innings and does decent you're okay like you're not looking for upside unless you got unless you got big Sparky out there. <laughs> big Sparky, he's he's not the, the he you know his talent does not warrant that nickname for sure. Uh, somebody that, that that deserves a legit nickname is Garrett Cole. Even had one that I'm not aware of. What is his nickname? But uh, he's probably is he's the best pitcher on this slate. I know he's got a smaller a, a lower K rate than a guy like Clevenger, who we'll talk about in a second this season. Clevenger in a small sample, just 35 innings, is a K rate of 41.4 percent, which is absolutely insane. Uh, Garrett Cole, much bigger sample, 37.5% as far as the case, uh, you know, against Oakland. Um, well, I know you wanted to talk about Clevenger. Is this one of the moves you're taking? Like Clevenger a little bit cheaper than Cole, basically the same price, you know, depending on where you're shopping, obviously. But on DK and fans draft, they're very similar as far as the asking price. Is this an ownership move? Do you think Clevenger just not right outscores Cole? What's your thoughts? No, I just, you guys made me say two names and I, I wasn't, I wasn't ready at the time. So I just had to throw a name out there at the top. I mean, <laughs> I don't mind him. I, I like all three of those top guys. I mean, you got Cole, Ray and Clevenger, even Sonny Gray has been freaking amazing. Awesome. I know the matchup's tough, but yeah, how good has he been? Like he's been ridiculous. He's been great. And, uh, you know, as far as lefty righty splits, he's been crushing the lefties as far as a K perspective over with 30, 31% or so. Um, yeah. His pitches are net. Like he's, he's always been a better real life pitcher, but his pitches are friggin' nasty, man. Like he, he's good. Is he on the block? Cincinnati's going nowhere. Obviously. Is he somebody that might get moved? I don't Cincinnati's not dead. I mean, they're not that many games out. Oh, uh, really? I don't, I, I just assume Cincinnati is going to be out. They're not. They're making I mean, a run to the playoffs, huh? Cincinnati, they're, like, they're not that far out. I mean, they started like way below five hundred. They're working their way back. I don't. I don't think he's on the trade block, but he could be. I if saw, he did, someone better go get him. Somebody was uh, somebody scouting uh, the Arizona. I can't remember which team it was. So scouting uh, Granky and uh, the other guy. It's pitching tonight. Ray. A couple of those guys apparently are on the block there for Arizona. Pull up a uh, Sunday great contract. I was curious uh, how deep. Uh, how, how long he's locked in here for Cincy. And he is – oh, he's signed till 2023, so maybe he's going to stick around. All right. No I mean, way. Cincinnati has a – you're going to laugh, but I, they have a decent framework to be good. I mean, Castillo's young. Gray is somewhat young still. Like, they got decent pieces. No, I'm not going to laugh. I, I don't disagree with that. Uh, they're not going to win the World Series until they get a few more down the road, but they got a lot. Of, I mean, you look at their lineup, too. Like, I always like their lineup a little bit. Like, they're never a team I cross off. Yeah, but, like, you know, much like a lot of the teams in the slate tonight, none of them really get me terribly enthused. Like, they're perfectly fine, I suppose, and they're in a nice ballpark there in Milwaukee against Chase Anderson, reverse splits, and you prefer the righties against Anderson. So a guy like Puig, I think, is really well-positioned. Uh, Eugenio Suarez as well, too. Uh, no flirter because Sinzel's back in the lineup, so he's taking a seat tonight. Uh, let's talk about uh, – I assume you're spending up on one of these big boys, either Clevenger or Cole in pretty much every single lineup. Is that fair to say? 
Yeah, I mean, my strategy is always the same for baseball. I mean, we, we, this is one of the things we definitely agree on. Like, I I used to love playing two of them, but this year with how many runs people are scoring, it's yeah. a little tougher. I mean, there was a few days in there where you could play two and still be decent. But, uh, yeah, I mean, tonight I think the build is super easy. One guy up top and one of the cheaper guys. And it just fits with the way the offense is, too. So, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going up for one of those two or one of those three. Garrett Cole uh, against Oakland, you know, 37.5% K rate in the season. As far as the splits, 40.8% versus lefties, 34% versus righties. Uh, we only see a few lefties here in this lineup here for Oakland. They're righty heavy. Roseman and Profar. I was looking at, I know this is up your alley, uh, Tony. I was looking at like, you know, not BVP per se, but pitcher versus batters, uh, you know, Cole versus Oakland. I was just kind of curious. Uh, and collectively, it's uh, what Chris Davis and Chapman and Olsen have struck out 28 times in I'm doing some quick math here on the fly uh, in what 69 at bats or 59 at bats basically I half mean, the time there's no way he's not striking out a ton of guys tonight like if he has his good stuff he I mean he's, he, we got a K prop on a couple sites nine nine and a half mm-hmm. He's gonna strike out a ton of guys. He's gonna he's gonna destroy Oakland. I just don't. I don't. I never like Oakland's offense that much either. I know they got some power, but I'm completely fine with playing a guy like Cole against them. And the upside is off the charts. He can strike out 15 guys tonight, and I wouldn't be surprised. Well, he can do that and also go up two homers. That wouldn't surprise me either. He's gonna have one and a half homers yeah. per nine this year. That's the thing about the new ba- the way baseball is. Like you don't really even care if your pitcher gives up a ball unless it's like a grand slam or breaks things open. Like you give up a solo or two run shot, it doesn't even really hurt all that much as long as he strikes guys out. Yeah, and I'm with you. You're talking about you know paying up for two big studs, and you know then there's also you're gonna miss out heavily on the bats. Obviously, the bats are more volatile than the arms, but. Uh, you know, you have to make a, at least a somewhat competent lineup. But I think tonight, uh, at least I messed around with the idea of playing Cole and Clevenger or even Cole and Ray. We'll talk about it in a second and just hopefully lock in like, you know, 60 pitcher points somehow and just kind of make things work from a hitter perspective. I might uh, take the over on that tonight. I think these guys are going way up. You say these guys. So are you throwing Robbie Ray in the conversation too? Yeah. The old cheese adage when uh, – when Ray is expected to be, you know, somewhat heavily owned, and I think he'll be fairly heavily owned tonight. Yeah, you have the ownership in front of you. Obviously, it's being, you know, it's fluid. It's it's refreshed all the way up the lock, and you get a more accurate number. I figure Ray, off the top of my head, twenty percent. Is that a reasonable guess? I mean, he's going to be higher than that. Is he? You're giving too many pitchers credit. Like tonight, Cole, Ray, Trevor Richards, and these cheap guys are all going to be pretty high owned. I mean, right now we got him. 32%. We got Cole only 20. I think they'll both end up around 30 in the 30s. I mean, it's just too easy to play them tonight. You can get good offense with these guys. So I think they have to be in the 30s. But again, that's not very, some people look at that as being super high. If I love their matchup, I don't really care. Like 30 feels too low even. Well, yeah, I always hear that too when people talk about it. And again, it's all about the nature of the slate and all that, that kind of stuff is important. But it's like, so you're telling me this guy is the clear best play on the slate and seven out of 10 people aren't going to play him. And I shouldn't play him because too many people are playing. Him. And like with baseball, you can get different without sacrificing at pitcher, the chalk, like play chalk pitchers or the two guys you like the most, no matter what they are, you can always find a, a 3% owned batter to that. 
yeah. you like every single night. I don't care what the slate is. You can always find them. So just play them and be different there. Well, yeah, that, that's it's like it's not ownership of one guy. It's ownership of your collective lineup. And of course, yep. if your three percent owned guy is going to become that much more important than your thirty percent owned guy. But you understand that going in, and then your three percent guy, I presume, is somebody that has plenty of upside. That's just probably in a good spot, just not the best spot in the world. And uh, you talked about as far as the the K props, Cole. Right now, I fired up the old lineup HQ nine and a half, and it's even. <laughs> so basically, a fifty fifty proposition as far as him grabbing <clears throat> double digit Ks. Clevenger at plus one fifty five, eight and a half, uh, and eight and a half for Ray. Uh, how concerned are we, if at all, uh, that he, he drew an extreme hitter's umpire? That's one guy I don't want to have. It. Uh, I, I need the corners. I need a little bit off the corner for Ray. Yeah, I mean, I think I still – I'm definitely on the side that we put too much emphasis on umpire data. <laughs> but I agree. I mean, it's always the icing on the cake, though. Like, if – I'd rather it say extreme pitcher, but I think we put way too much emphasis on umpires. I'll say that much. Yeah, I, I think uh, – well, I mean, again, it depends what the – it's all like 10 different things, and it's one of the 10 things, right? And it's not the first or second or third or fourth thing on the board for me, but it's something I look at. It's a good little tiebreaker sometimes, uh, and it depends on who the pitcher is. And uh, Ray is one of those guys. You know, the interesting thing, one of the things that makes him appealing is he's facing Baltimore, obviously. It's pretty dreadful. They lose their DH. They're jumping into the National League. Uh, negative ballpark tip as well, too, with the old humidor. Uh, the other part is like Ray can be wild, but Baltimore doesn't walk it. They're not, they're not a patient team, so they're bad and they're not patient. Do we have a Baltimore lineup? I'm not just going to fire up the uh, the old put. Yeah, it's, it's up and it's bad. <laughs> Spoiler alert: It's not good. There's, there's no I mean, I, Baltimore does seem like a pest team, though. Them in Miami, which is funny because they're two of the teams tonight that you could you could look at for stuff, but. I always feel like whenever I pick on Baltimore, they scores a, score a bunch, but their lineup still sucks. And mm -hmm. Arizona's not as much of a, a, a hitter's park as it used to be, obviously. And Baltimore, so it's a it's actually a park downgrade, I'm sure, for Baltimore. Uh, I mean, I love Robbie Ray and Cole tonight. I, I would love to find a stack I could build with these two together. Kind of like you, we agree on that for sure. I'm trying it. And I might not get a stack, but I just might get like a, some cheap dudes and like hope things crack my way, but – Oh, I will for sure that. make a lineup with those two guys. Don't play those two pitchers in no stack. <laughs> don't do that. That's going to happen, man. I'm, I'm going I'm to make that happen. You're not going to. I don't think you can make a stack. I don't know if it's possible. I mean, I'm sure you can. Like, you can always go. You can always play, like, a, a bottom of Miami stack and do something like five to nine type thing. You could do that. And that actually is upside tonight. Oh, but then I'm, you're automatic. You're playing the Marlins. I mean, I know it's the Marlins are dreadful. It's better than playing a non-stack freaking squad <laughs> with those two, though. I just want to pick the homers, uh, you know, on different teams. Good that luck, happens. yeah. Good luck Good with luck. that. It's not easy. But uh, it, what's going to happen if you play all those dudes? You're going to end up with a bunch of high-owned dudes, too, because you're going to play all those cheap guys that are good. Like, I know you're going to. Do you think that's a route people are going to do? People are going to play Clevenger and Cole together or Clevenger and Ray together? It's really hard. Yeah, people don't do it as much anymore, but – I like it tonight. I mean, if I do it, it's definitely going to be with a stack, though. Like the bottom of the White Sox, you can probably do. The bottom of Miami. A bunch of these bottom of lineups with high totals. I'm fine with that. Uh, as far as Baltimore's lineup tonight, we got mostly righties. I think three lefties is what I'm seeing. 31%. Uh, it's basically, you know, the Ks are split as far as uh, as far as far Ray. Basically 30 to 31% as far as striking out dudes this year. Uh, the strikeout potential as far as that Baltimore lineup, 23.7%. That does not include 
uh, a pitcher either. I would say the pitcher probably only gets one at bat, though, for what it's worth. They'll probably pinch it this second time around because we talked about, um, you know, Brooks is not fully stretched out, so he probably only sees one AB. Uh, you know, Wilkerson's in there, which is nice, 38%, uh, 28% from Santander, collectively 23.7% uh, Martin as well. By the way, uh, this is the one that nobody ever talks about, but it's just kind of, I was kind of digging through some stuff. I kind of like do like the, the fan graph search every week or two, just kind of see if I missed anything or anything kind of changed. Uh, Hanser Alberto is batting 395 versus lefties this year. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, I mean, Baltimore Baltimore has been better than people thought they would be for sure. Yeah, I mean, he's been good to me too when I play him against lefties. Not a lot of power. He doesn't walk. But, like, you know, it's like 130 appearances playing you know, a bats or something like that. But uh, I just thought that was pretty interesting. If you're looking for a cheapie, I don't hate him. Um, so, like, the mid-tier is just sort of like, meh. Uh, Texas has been bad, but Marco Gonzalez has been just as bad, if not worse. Uh, you know, Barucki making his season debut this year uh, against Cleveland. No thanks. Uh, Bailey against Houston. I, I mean, that's really ambitious. Uh is there anything worth talking about here in the mid-tier? You know, Sabathia versus Minnesota, that looks like a no-go no to me. I mean, you're, you're saying why everyone's going to play Trevor Richards because there's just nothing in there. I mean, I'm looking at the whole mid-range. Alec Mills, maybe you could play in that mid-range, but he's not better to me than the 4K guys. Like, he's the same <laughs> type of play. So, sure, if you don't yeah. need the salary – Maybe I like him more than the, the 4K guys, but not by much. I mean, they're basically the same to me. So I'd rather maybe upgrade somewhere in a different direction. But really for me, it's Richards and maybe Trevor Williams just because the Cardinals literally suck. So They're hurt too, but yeah, and he's terrible also. But it's a I really kind of like him. Like I like him better. At, like uh, our, so this is a perfect example of how my mind works with tournaments. You got Trevor Richards at seven k, or I mean, Trevor. Yeah, Trevor Richards at seven. Trevor Williams at six five. One's projected thirty six percent. One's projected four percent. Yeah, I see literally no reason to ever play Trevor Richards over Trevor Williams in a tournament. Like it would just be terrible for me. Like I just don't see any reason to do it. How many times has Trevor Richards uh, outscored Trevor Williams? In like 50-50. They're the same play, basically. Yeah, I would I mean, say it's higher than 50-50, but obviously it's not like 9-1, to one, like the ownership suggests. I don't think it's much higher than 50-50. I really don't. Like, the uh -huh. Cardinals stink, and the White Sox are in a better park, much better park for runs. I, I think it's 50-50. I, I like Trevor Williams better, even. If you, just told, if you didn't tell me the ownership and you just told me to pick a guy, same price, basically. I think I'd take Trevor Williams. And it's not like Richards has been great either, and he's also jumping in the American League, negative ballpark shift, right? And I know it's the White Sox, but still. They're projected like the same on the bat, too. Like, everything Are is they? super similar except the ownership, which doesn't make sense. Outside of picking on the White Sox, like everyone likes picking on them. All right, so talk to me about the top tier as far as Clevenger, uh, you know, Cole, and, and a guy like Ray. And then, you know, how you're separating guys, you're, you're making multiple lineups, like one of those three. Uh, how are you dealing with that? And then who are you pairing with? Are you just kind of shuffling through the garbage guys? Are you going to take a stand on a guy like Williams? Yeah, for, for me, it's for sure Cole is number one. For sure number two is Robbie Ray. I don't think I'm going to play Clevenger, even though I'm okay with him. It's just I like to take stands, obviously. I'm not just going to play all these guys. I'm only playing three teams on both sites tonight, so I'm not going to play all three guys up top. I'm just not. But 
he's like the same price, and I like Cole and Ray more. I'm not playing Eduardo. In the mid-range, I could play maybe maybe one Sonny Gray of my three teams. I don't mind. He's not really mid-range, but he's in that next tier. And then Trevor Williams, for sure, I'll have at least one of him. And then cycle through those cheap guys, depending on the – I don't think I like any of them more than the others. I guess I like Sean Anderson the most if I had to pick one, just because of the park. Cubs don't scare me in that park. I mean, it, I guess him, but him and Nova are – Super kind of similar, but since I'm going to play more Miami offense, I think I'll play Sean Anderson over him. Uh, any interest in Samson? I don't like Samson near as much as you guys do. I keep hearing everyone talk about him. He treated me like well him. at times. Like, don't I mean? Don't get me wrong. Like he's fine. I like I said, any of these cheap guys. I mean, the guy is he's 4K. I, I don't dislike him he's basically the same it's just preference like I'd rather play a guy in that park uh, Samson's fine I, I don't want you to think I don't like him compared to the other guys I bet they all score a similar amount of points like 10 to 12 points I feel like it's gonna be a mixed bag I think at least one of those guys goes negative and one probably gets like 18 or 19 I kind of think Samson might be the one that goes negative it's certainly possible unless uh, Vogel but if Vogel back if Vogel's out I like him a lot more if Vogel's out yeah, that's what I was saying. I'm not sure if I said it on the air or off air, but like a little thing like that might swing my my thought process, like looking for the slight edges because it's so close. They're all just. He's like, got to be in, though. I think he's in. He sat on Sunday. Uh, who really knows? They said it was an L. Probably elbow. the rest day. I mean, the guy hit two bombs Saturday, right? <laughs> he did, yes. Yeah, like he had, it had to be a rest day. I think he's fine. Give me uh, sticks. Uh, g- give me a team. Give me a player. Uh, somebody you're you're, uh, you're building around as far as your core that you're looking at right now. So for sure, for me, like Houston, I love this Jordan Alvarez. Like he he hits bombs. Uh, uh, he's for sure my favorite play. Houston's going to be a popular stack, but Homer's been a little better, and I don't love him against righties. So it's Brantley, who I don't really always like. So this is a perfect another example of how I build my tournament teams. Like. I think Houston will be popular tonight, but I don't really like them outside of Brantley and Alvarez. And I don't really ever like Brantley all that much, especially hit two bombs yesterday. I don't really want to come back. So that's a perfect example of where I would lock in a plus one on all three of my teams and kind of work from there being your dog. Like I just love him. He's my favorite play of the night. And he gives me exposure to the, maybe the most chalky team of the night. And he's, it's just a perfect plus one type play for me to go with like a Miami stack or a White Sox stack or one of these stacks. I don't even hate Toronto, like Toronto against Clevenger for some leverage at these, these prices are so cheap. You can play everybody basically, but Lordy's with two, two good starters. Say on my, on my team, I want to play Ray and Cole. I can probably fit a Toronto stack. I'm okay with that. Like, I don't like, – yeah, I, I don't want to pick on Clevenger, but you can't of have everything. Of course you don't, but a tournament, like, we've seen Clevenger get blown up at times. Obviously, he's dominated at times too, but we only need the, what, the the five and a hundred where he gets blown up to have a chance to win a tournament. Give us that outlier uh, Baltimore game once again. Uh, <laughs> let's jump to catchers. I know, I know Gary the Goat is your boy. I mean, it's a small sample size, but Garver has been absolutely insane this year versus lefties. Uh, if you fire- uh, splits don't exist though people try to tell me <laughs> I did qualify it with small sample but this year 
uh, how many? It's like six, 68 at bats. He's got a 446 ISO and a 524 Woba uh, against lefties. That is awesome. Uh, he's super expensive, obviously. Your boy Gary's kind of sort of priced down. The Yankees are one of the more appealing, uh, you know, one of the more appealing teams. Of course, they're playing against each other today. Are you going to pick one of those catchers and spend up, or are you looking to get in and get out as uh, cheap and painless as possible? I mean, if I was stacking the Yankees, I would for sure play Gary, but I think Gary's a terrible plus one play because he's catcher. He's not priced that high. He's against a lefty. He's on one of the, he's basically got everything that's going to make him be 35% owned tonight, like a catcher. And again, that's all I talk about really for baseball, but I don't want to play a super chalky guy like Gary at catcher when, sure, he's a great play. He's against a lefty in one of the best spots. But obviously, if I stack the Yankees, I'm for sure playing Edwin, for sure playing Gary, for sure playing Judge. Like, I'm getting all that upside. I don't need to play those scrubs at the bottom. You got Edwin over Voigt at first base? Who? Uh, Luke Voigt. You know, you have Edwin over Voigt? I have for sure Edwin over Voigt. Like, sometimes I like playing the guy further down in the lineup because he's going to be lower owned. But Edwin's been seeing the ball well. I, I, I like Edwin way more than Voigt tonight. I just like Voight cares about your fantasy team. Dude took like a ninety mile an hour fastball to the face. He's like, I'll stick, I'll stick around. I'll try to that get that video was crazy. That was insane, wasn't it? Oh, I'm going straight to the IL. If I take a if I take a fastball to the face, I'm out. Oh like, you know, for I'll sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Especially when you're already I mean the Yankees are sitting good. Like you don't need to be out there every day. Take a week off after that. Uh, give me a cheapie, your favorite cheapie as far as catcher. I know it's kind of an oxymoron because none of the cheapies look really interesting today. Zanino is kind of like the kind of a go-to, I suppose. We, we didn't mention Erod as far as pitchers. He's kind of in that mix, but I don't know. Just, I think he's a little bit overpriced. I could never play Erod against Tampa. I just – sure, the matchup's decent, but that price tag is ridiculous. And I don't mind this Tampa Bay team as a st- sneaky stack too. Like I like basically the whole lineup. I mean, even the, so this is another, so I'm going to keep saying it because I think it is valid tonight, but yet another stack that you can play seven. Why can't I play seven, eight, nine, all under three K with those stars? Like Heredia has always hit lefties pretty good. Zanino's hit lefties pretty good. Look at those price tags. And then you can play, I can even play DR no at first base, play two catchers. I, why can't I do that with my two studs? I'm supposed to like 789, like automatically, right? Just because of my uh, my moniker, I guess. But uh, I, why? Like, I just gave you the winner. I think like <laughs> that's uh, it. One play seven. You could even play six, six, seven, eight, nine, one with two stud pitchers, and then throw in three whoever, and that's the winner. I think you're going to see that team in there for me tonight, and that's 777 guaranteed. I love it. I, I hope I hope it crushes. So how much salary? I, I keep talking about it, but I haven't actually put it on there. How much salary do we have? If, if you have we... Coleman Ray, it's like three three on DK. So if I play that whole stack, though, I'm going to put it in right now while we're going. Let's see. I was messing around with it earlier. And... Cole Ray six seven eight nine one. Less than three three. I'm sorry, three two six three point two six. That's not very good. It's not too good, but let's see here. You can make it work with like Zanino, like you said, he's super cheap. And... Yeah, and Heredia is freaking. So yeah, if I play six, seven, eight, nine, one, I got thirty seven hundred for my last three. You're spots. rich, and I got a full stack. Like I, that's me. That, that's me right there. 
I would throw Alfaro out there as a one-off too. He's got you know some power there against Nova with the upgrade as far as the ballpark. We're looking for other crap catchers. Uh, he always. Feel, I feel like he always bombs. Like he always hits a bomb when you play him as a cheap guy. He's got like eleven or twelve in the season, something like that. Like he's got a decent number, and of course half his home games are are not in the uh, you know pretty cavernous there as far as banging out some homers. I like that call. I, I like that guy there. That's I like that. First base. What do you have for me? First base, man, it's it's tough not to like Edwin after I just talked about it. Like, he's in such a good spot. But, again, I really don't want to play these Yankees unless I'm stacking. And I do think I need – like I said, I got three teams tonight. I think I need one Yankees team just because Perez is not a guy I usually like to stack against. But on this slate, there's not a ton of upside at offense as far as the full stacks. Like, if we lose Washington, which we could, I'm not even counting on Washington. There's not. We got, we got an update on that, by the way. The, it was just dropped in chat. Uh, orange, yellow, flash flood watch issued. Uh, severe thunderstorm watch issued as well. Uh, next to nothing on the radar. Looks, uh, yeah, so. Ross, how could you play that game with a flash flood when we know how Washington is? <laughs> realistic chance of a postponement if storms fire in the wrong spots. Uh, I don't have any deep thoughts. Well, whatever. Just uh, that, that's kind of like, you, know, you guys can read it for yourselves. It's in, it's in the chat, but. Uh, Roth, obviously, we give you a better update in about an hour and a half, give or take. But continue. Go ahead. Yeah, so that, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, I think the Yankees in Houston are going to be the, the chalky, like, stacks at the top just because they're naturally the two best offenses. But I don't – you don't need it. I would definitely play the Yankees over Houston. Like I said, I don't I don't really like Houston all that much besides – I mean, obviously, they're, they're fine. I mean, Springer, Altuve, Bragman, just beast. If they're going to be the chalk, I don't need them. I'd rather play the Yankees. So Edwin just sticks out as my favorite play at the top if I had to pick one. But there, there's plenty out there. I mean, there's there's a ton of other there's a ton of other guys in the cheaper range. Like I don't mind playing Dr. No, I really don't. Like he's in the one hole where he hit the three bombs. He's cheap. He kind of gives me everything I need as the spot that I want. Yeah, I don't mind a discounted Bell. You know, obviously he's on his better side as far as banging out homers in Pittsburgh. You want a lefty as opposed to a righty. He's been so bad, hasn't he? Like, he's yes. terrible. But I, I feel like that's kind of sort of baked into the price. Like, uh, Ponce de Leon is not somebody that I believe in. I think he's due for uh, some regression to some extent. Uh, the Indian, what about Neil Walker? I think he's interesting on Fandle where he's like 2K, basically. He's basically free on – he's free on uh, DK here. Yeah, I mean – I don't. I'm, I'm not as enthused. I don't. I don't, you don't like Miami near as much as me. Well, the thing is, it's like you know, if you're playing on Fanduel, you only have a one pitcher site. If you're playing on Fantasy Draft or, or DK, you don't have that really, really cheap pitcher to kind of open up your salary up to some extent. So it's just much tougher to like get bats you like. So Walker, all the Marlins basically are really cheap over there on Fanduel. I think they'll be. I don't want to say popular, but more owned over there than any other place, just because uh, people are probably going to want one of the big name pitchers. I think they will. One of the big three. We'll see. Uh, I've not taken a look at the ownership as far as FanDuel. Um, well, I, I don't mind. Uh, we have Adams if that game goes as far as Washington. Don't mind him versus Lambert. And who else did I have on my radar? Oh, Walker against Brooks in that bullpen. Uh, I'm okay with that. Anything else as far as first, or shall we jump to second base, the old keystone position? Yeah, I think, I think that's it. I don't, I don't see anything else that sticks out too much. What do you have for me at second? Second base is another spot that I'm not completely – I mean, you got to like my boy DJ, right? He had another bomb yesterday. I pointed right at your mug as he hit it. but He's been great. 
He's been great. And now he's been great. You're on the wagon. No, he. I'm, I'm just stating facts. He's been great so far this year. I don't know how sustainable it is, but he's been awesome. So how long? How long does he have to sustain it? All season, like it's when the same thing. It's all when he wins the MVP, is that long enough? I mean, it's just Mike Trout no longer playing baseball. You you win MVPs when you you don't ever make the playoffs ever. They don't care about that in baseball, right? That's not something. I mean, like a tiebreaker. They might win the MVP. Maybe we can get a. Is that is that something that's being? I mean, you probably know the lines of this. I don't know. He's been the best player on the best team. He's got to at least have some chance. He's far exceeded my expectations. Uh, he's been great. Uh, good for him, uh, but I, I don't think this continues. But maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> Second base kind of sucks too. I'm looking at it, and one of the plays I like again is Toronto. The the leverage so BGO is pretty cheap. You got I don't know like Glaybar is going to be somewhat owned in the seven hole versus versus Miami. Uh, I mean against uh, Martin. Yeah. I don't know, like Altuve, like is Altuve going to be the chalk, even though I don't like Houston as much as everyone else is going to. They have the highest total on the board, at least they did. Now I just sit refreshed, and now it's just a little bit under uh, uh, New York and Minnesota. Where's Cleveland at, by the way? Second base has to be the worst position. The more I'm looking up and down here, like there just isn't anything at second base. I think it's pretty bad at shortstop as well, too, if I'm not mistaken. I'm trying to – I'm getting a flashback to when I was doing my rankings earlier today. They didn't let, I don't get to do rankings after I beat you last year. <laughs> I then I petitioned. I said, no more big T. The competition is too stiff. <laughs> I mean, is I, there I mean, going to be an asterisk next to your star this year? Whatever the opposite of relegated is, you, you, you got the opposite of relegated. You just, you're just too good for the rest of us, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Actually, I, I like this dude from Tampa, this Brousseau or however you say it. I made fun of uh, Blender for not pronouncing names. I don't know how to pronounce this dude's name. I assume it's French, but I don't know. Brousseau? <laughs> Brousseau? I think Brousseau sounds legit. I'll buy that. Why not? I like him for 3-5. I mean, he's on that Tampa Bay team I talked about. I just don't – actually – So, when we play it, well, we talk about it, too. You like to do this, too, I think. But So, Joe Panic is 3,100 on DK. He's in the late game, which shouldn't mean anything to me. But if I hate a position and I want savings, I don't completely hate giving myself a late bat to give me at least some PMR. And then it's a, it's a good matchup. I mean, Alec Mills isn't any good. Gives me a late bat at a bad position. I don't hate that move. Yeah, I'm just, I just, I think panic is kind of terrible. And he's, he's the he worst. Is terrible. I mean, he's, he's for the sure. worst ballpark in the worst possible lineup position. Uh, is it going to be 1% though? He is. <laughs> he which is, is all that matters. I mean, if the position sucks and no one goes off, what's but wrong with having a late up. bat? To give you a chance, I mean, you're, you're pushing up that leaderboard and all you need is that panic bomb. I mean, you'd take that right now, wouldn't you? I'd rather play Yomer Sanchez for cheaper. Oh, God, Yomer. He used to be. Weren't you once a Yomer Tout? I feel like that was. God, a- he, is, he has not come through for me this year. <laughs> I like Ryan Goins, too, by the way. That guy always comes through. <laughs> what do you, we're, we're falling behind on time. Wouldn't you believe it? Uh, hot corner, third base. What do you have for me? So, third base. Third base is way more stocked up. I mean, you got all kinds of, of guys at the top. I mean, you got. Bregman obviously is going to be one of the the big plays. Jose Ramirez has finally got going the last couple weeks. You got Kyle Seager is a guy I don't mind. I mean, against Sampson that we talked about, he's super cheap, which fits my build tonight. 
and Neil Walker. I think those two are my favorites, actually. And Mankata, too. I can't forget about Mankata. I always like Mankata against the righty. They finally put him down a little bit into that four hole just because their lineup is – I mean, look at this lineup. It's just <laughs> – it's terrible, but John Jay is in the, John Jay's batting second in 2019 for a major league baseball team. God, and the worst part is I'm going to have shares of him because he's in a good matchup in the two hole and he's cheap. Like he's so bad though. Uh, yeah. They just said in ta- chat, big T has named some gross players today. I have, because I'm going to play some terrible offensive players tonight to fit these stud pitchers in. You, you know, we say like we, you know, we like guys just one event. This guy goes bang out a homer. But John Jay, he needs like four events yeah. for him to like pay off. John Jay is tough to, he's tough, especially this year where it's so many home runs that yeah. it's tough to play a guy that you really can't get a home run from. Why is he playing? Should they be developing young players there in Chicago? I'm not trying to like fire the guy, but I just don't understand it. They don't. Do they have young players? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. They don't have a live body in the minors. They can just kind of like get some uh, get some work to. That's what we were saying about our boy from Toronto, uh, <laughs> Edwin, when they just kept rolling him out. Like, <laughs> just play anybody. Yeah. You don't have any pitcher you can roll out. Uh, yeah, I didn't understand that either. Like in, in Toronto, just. They don't have any other kids uh, from, uh, you know, from former uh, all-stars. Anywhere. Get them out of a high school and throw them out there. Like, don't just keep playing Edwin. Run a raffle, you know. <laughs> Literally. Do a raffle. It would be better than playing Edwin Jackson. I had this uh, half-baked idea that I thought the NBA – like, if you, if you have a, an NBA team that has, like, poor attendance, every 10 days you, you run a raffle in the building, and if you win the raffle, you become the 13th man on that team. Yeah. You would sell the building out. Uh, you don't play anyway. It doesn't matter. If you do, the game's either over one way or the yeah, other. Good, yeah. At the very end, they could get you in for a minute or something. <laughs> the, the, the fans would love it. <laughs> oh, it, it's, I, I, I'm actually on board for that. Like in the, the 13th guy, it'd be the players that wouldn't be on board for it because they'd lose one member on a lot of teams. Yes. <laughs> it'd still be a great promotion. Absolutely. I mean, you're not going anywhere anyway, but yeah, the veterans probably wouldn't appreciate it. Seattle lineup is out and Vogelbach is in. So there you go. Uh, uh, let's jump to a I short. I kind of like that lineup too, like, which makes me not like Samson. I mean, you got what, five, six lefties and they're all pretty decent lefties. And then you got Santana and Beckham got some pop. Seattle could be an interesting stack tonight. I wanted to see if uh, it, Yonder Alonso is on uh, Colorado now. I guess he's not with the team just yet, or he just didn't crack the line. The Rockies picked up Yonder. That's actually a decent pickup for them. Yeah, I mean he's more of an he's been trash, but you know, oh, certified. Sure. But uh, maybe he needed a change of scenery or something like that. He's probably better than John Jay. I don't know if it's rousing him. Oh, he's for sure got to be better than John Jay. Uh, Lindor, I think, is the clear cut like best play at shortstop. We don't know the deal with Turner if that game's going to go or not, but Turner is certainly playable. Uh, if you want to pick on Lambert, who we don't respect, at least I don't respect, I imagine you're not a big fan of either. Uh, what are you doing at shortstop? Because, like, you know, ideally in your cash game set, you want to get to Lindor against Barucki on the road, locked in more or less for basically five at bats, assuming things go fairly well. Do you have pivots uh, away as far as tournaments or just your shortstop in a stack or what? So, yeah, I mean, Lindor is going to be the guy at the top, but this is my spot for leverage. So, I mean, people that follow the teams know that. I always like Freddie Galvis against a righty, and there's there's some good leverage for me there. He's in the two-hole. He's against a good righty, but I like Freddie Galvis against lefties. He's come through for me so many times the last two years. 
He's going to be 3% owned again tonight, which is what I want. I want the low-owned guys as my plus ones in this case. I love Freddie Galvis tonight. He's probably going to be on every team I make. Wow. Bold proclamation. I should have put him on my list. I See, this. I don't, I don't think it through when I send in my two names early in the day. I should have put Big Freddie on there. You did uh, give give some uh, you know some love to the you know, the guy you put in there as far as your hitter. Uh, you talked about the Jordan Alvarez. Yeah, Jordan and Freddie are going to be on all my teams. Let's jump to the outfield about ten minutes or so before we step aside and make way for crunch time. Of course, crunch time is going to have Roth. We'll give you an update as far as what's going down weather wise all the way up uh, to lock for that Washington game. And Tuttle will be there to answer all your baseball related questions. Give me some outfielders, T. Who do we like in the outfield today? Besides my boy Jordan. Yeah, he's kind of pricey. So you got some of the chalk guys. I mean, outfield, we say it every show, but you could play a million different outfielders. Depends on your stack. Depends on your build. I, some some guys I don't like, though. I mean, J.D. Martinez is projected the highest guy. I don't like this ball. I never play teams in a bad park downshift. I mean, Boston just scored a bunch of runs a couple days ago. Yesterday they got shut down. Now they're in Tampa. I mean, J.D. Martinez, if he's going to be high-owned, I just don't. I, I just don't see it. And it, all of Boston, for that matter. Like, I can't imagine playing Boston tonight. Mookie Betts, J.D. I just don't see it. So, for so me in the outfield, it's – Like, they have, like, what, four and a half total or so or something like yeah. that. And like, I think most people have the same thought. Yeah, of, I mean, they're not going to be popular. I'm not saying that. But J.D. will be popular. Against a lefty, he's for sure going to be popular. He's projected 20%. I think he, he could he, – he's going to be somewhere in there. Uh, I, I like your dog, though. Yeah, he's cheap, too. Like, 4-1 on DK, 8-2 on fantasy draft. Yeah. Uh, you said against a lefty Beeks, he probably gets two at-bats for his Beeks, but Beeks is not a guy that projects to go terribly long, so he might only get one at-bat for a lefty. Who knows? We shall see. But uh, uh, other outfielders, you talk about guys you don't like necessarily, and I get J.D. in the cash game setting. I understand he's been struggling, but, you know, when he gets a hold of it, it doesn't really matter what ballpark he's in. Uh, we talked about uh, Mitch Garver against lefties. How do you feel about the boomstick against lefties, Nelly Cruz? Yeah, I always like him against lefties, but CC is the type of guy I just don't like to play guys against him. He throws that junk in there, man, and I just feel like they never get – I mean, sure, he has those outliers where he could get bombed, and that could happen tonight, to be honest, but I'm just not going to pick on CC. I'd rather play other guys. I'm not going to pay premium price points for these guys. I mean, every guy at the top, these big sticks, are at least priced – somewhat up to where it's a little out of my range. I just don't – I don't like Minnesota against CC. So, sure, anytime Nelly Cruz against a lefty, but not for me tonight. He's crafty. He's got that guile. He's got that veteran savviness. Big old pouch. I mean, he, he's, he's got it all. I don't like to pick on that. I don't like picking on him either. But, like, in, in theory, it should implode at some point, but it doesn't – He'll have a start where he gets killed for sure. But the problem is you might have to – he might have to play against him. It's like your boy Vargas. Eventually, he'll get bombed. <laughs> uh, I like Puig a bit, too, against Anderson and his reverse splits and a positive ballpark for homers as well. Uh, depending on – I think Luplo is like 2-6 or 2-8 on Fandle, so he's a pretty solid play over there, probably in your cash games. Uh, start loading up some questions there in chat. We're going to try to knock out as many as possible before we step aside and make way for crunch time. Uh, we can answer questions with the uh, the screen share, the old lineup HQ on the screens, and I'll kind of like jump through some things as we're knocking out questions. Give me uh, give me several dudes that are going to homer tonight. How about three? And give me your favorite stacks. So for me, I gave you two. I, I got to stick with my two guys, Jordan and Freddie Galvis. 
my favorite stacks are for sure the Miami game, Miami and the White Sox and Tampa Bay. So I get, I mean, I come back on the show and give freaking three of the worst teams ever out there. Tampa Bay with a four run total, the White Sox and Miami for my three. And I kind of like Seattle. So the four teams I like are all garbage teams. I mean, what, what more could the people want? But you're a hero if they hit and they don't hit. It's like, well, I mean, what'd you expect? It was tournaments. Like, was uh, see, you can't be giving out my moves. I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah. I never say that tournament excuse. I just say, well, they're bad teams. What'd you expect? Everybody's a tournament play when it comes to baseball. I love it when people, Roth, I, I always give Roth credit for the weather, but he does this so much and it drives me nuts where, oh, the weather's bad. You could do it in a tournament, but not a kid. Like, Roth, just take a stand. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, I have the screen share up. I'm not sure if you guys can see it right now as far as extreme hitters, extreme pitcher umpires. Uh, extreme hitter umpire for Alec Mills and Aaron Brooks, as well as Robbie Ray and Sean Anderson. So extreme hitters umpire and San Fran. Extreme pitchers umpire for Pittsburgh, which is uh, Trevor Williams and Ponce de Leon. Uh, some questions here that are kind of loaded up in chat. I'm sure uh, YouTube, if you guys are watching us on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe. If you guys ask us questions over there, D-Train, I'm sure, copied, pasted them, pulled them, and threw them here in the RG chat. All right. Uh, backloaded here as far as questions. Let's knock out as many as possible before we step aside. How do you feel about the Miami stack against Nova? I mean, I love when people ask a question, and we've talked about it the whole show. Like, I love Miami against Nova. Well, to be fair, that, that, that's from YouTube, and they possibly asked like 20 oh. minutes ago, and Devin just kind of keeps – he accumulates them throughout the yep. show. So, I love Miami. What do you think of Miami? You're going to love this next question. Thoughts on, thoughts on Trevor Richards. <laughs> yeah, like, you crapped on him all show. I mean, I don't, I, I don't hate, I should be like, if I don't think he's the worst player. He's against the White Sox. I just think it's a bad tournament play. If you play like a 3% owned stack and you're contrarian in other spots, I don't mind playing him. I mean, especially if you use him with like, say you use the two mid-range guys, both Trevors. Trevor Richards and Trevor Williams. I think that's an interesting build if you got off those aces. And maybe you're playing one of the chalk teams. Like if I was playing the Yankees, I don't completely hate playing two mid-range guys with the Yankees or Astros. You might even be able to get like a to like a Sonny Gray, possibly. Yeah, something like that. If I was going more chalky with my bats. And you asked me what I think of Miami. I think they're best played on Fandle. Um I, I would not, I will not be stacking him up like on fantasy draft or on, on DK. It's not something I would do. I don't think the price difference is enough. Uh, maybe as a one-off if you absolutely need him. But I don't, I don't you know. If want the two studs though. I don't. Why are you not on board for that? I don't think they're that cheap, are they? I, I all like, like three five. Like yeah, I guess I suppose it's possible. But I just I, I like I mean, Cooper. If you don't play Cooper and Anderson. The rest of the team's cheap. Well, Cooper's the best player on the team, like by far. It's not even close. I mean, you can't pay 5K for the guy. Like, I would never pay 5K for Garrett Cooper. Well, some people say embrace that. You know, embrace If the- I wasn't playing two stud pitchers, I would, but. Yeah. Uh, thoughts on Trevor Richards? We kind of talked about him. He's going to be chalky, and you think he's too chalky, and you, don't, you think he's basically the same as, like, guys that are cheaper, so you're not on it. I, yeah, I like Trevor. I like tre- the other Trevor way more, Trevor Williams. Uh, Brantley or Marte? Brantley or Marte? I guess Brantley. Yeah, I'll take Brantley too. I'm not really, I don't dislike Marte, but I prefer him amongst the two. Uh, best SP1 on DK. I mean, it, it's Cole, right? 
It's cold for me for sure. I, I like Ray too, but if I can only pick one on both sides for that matter, it's cold for me. Which leadoff hitter do you prefer, Dyson or Malik's? I assume Dyson's leading off. I saw Malik's was. Yeah, I mean, they're both leading off. They're both really good plays. I, I like them both. It depends on my roster build. If I was going more chalky, I'd probably play Malik's. If I was going contrarian, probably Dyson, because Dyson's going to be higher owned, I would think. So give me your favorite three Marlins. I would say it depends what you're playing, obviously. Yeah. Alfaro's got to be one if you're playing where you need a catcher. If I'm playing on DK with my with my strategy of two pitchers, like I like the cheap guys. So I like Granderson. I like Neil Walker. Neil Walker's got to be my favorite on both sides. But Granderson, Neil Walker, Alfaro, Castro, all the cheap guys on DK. And then on FanDuel, where it's open, more open pricing, I like the top guys, obviously. Who's going to be the highest scoring offense in the slate? Tampa Bay. Bregman or Lindor in cash? Lindor, for sure. Like Lindor and Jose Ramirez have finally got it going. And Lindor was better earlier in the year. But the point is, he's rolling right now. And, yeah, I love Lindor. By the way, uh, Santana's little uh, – Lindor's too cheap on DK and fans draft. So is Santana. Some of the Cleveland guys are a little bit too cheap here. Yeah. Uh, who knows? I always liked him. I, so I'm not as big a number guy, obviously, as other people. I always like Cleveland better against righties for some reason. I don't know why. Just in my head, I like Cleveland better against righties. So I don't like them as much tonight. How do you feel about Joey Gallo versus a lefty? Because he's a little bit underpriced and he's got great power against lefties and righties. He's just, he'll strike out, I think, a little bit more against lefties. But uh, I don't mind him for tournaments. Yeah, I don't like the ballpark and I don't love lefty lefty, but. Anytime you can play Joey Gallo, you, you, I don't hate it. I mean, he's another example of a late guy that could win you the slate. If you got one guy late, he can always hit bombs. So, yeah. Uh, we, we don't have that lineup just yet, unfortunately. But what are your, what's your thoughts as Texas, about Texas in general against Marco Gonzalez? I don't like Texas. I, I just don't play teams on park downshifts. It's just one of my rules in baseball. Obviously, their home park's incredible, and Seattle is not good. So, I, I, I can't play Texas. All right, so pull up the Roto-Grinders lineup page. First baseman uh, on DK for 4-2 or less. Who's your favorite? DK, first baseman, 4-2 or less? Yeah. Uh, um, Jose Abreu? I like Neil Walker would probably be my favorite. He's 700 cheaper than that. But right around that 4-2, I guess Jose Abreu? Yeah, I like the Abreu call. I don't mind if that Washington game goes. I don't mind Adams. Uh, Zimmerman got hurt over the weekend. I don't know if he's on the IL or anything, but uh, just kind of be aware that Zimmerman, the one less guy in the bench potentially. Uh, but I, I like the Abreu call there. And that, there's some leverage to that one also because uh, you're expecting or projecting Richards to have a, a big uh, portion of ownership today. Uh, all right. Surprised the Abreu is so low, so low projected. I mean, he's in one of the better spots of the night. I'm surprised he's not projected higher on. Dig through the trash. You got Peraza or Castro for cash. I mean, they're basically the same play. I mean, they're cheap. I guess I like Castro more just because I like Miami a lot more than Cincy. Yeah. Uh, we got to step aside. We got to get out of here. Crunch time is on deck. It's uh, it's Roth. He'll talk about what's going down weather-wise in Washington, and you'll have Tuttle to answer all your baseball-related questions. T, finish strong. Give, give me a strong take. Give me a hot take, something we haven't necessarily focused on just yet. Maybe something we missed. What do you have for the people? I think the two studs, I mean, it hasn't worked all year, but two stud pitchers tonight with some of these crappy offenses, I like it tonight. If it's a slow scoring night, like we think it could be, if no team goes off, 
I think they could work here if we get one of these stacks. And we got some decent totals, too, with Miami and the White Sox. I mean, I like this strategy. I think the two stud pitchers is the winner tonight. Yeah, I'm definitely going to roll one of those out as well, too. Probably not the 777. Good luck with that, Tony. Good luck, everybody out there that's watching. He's Big T. I'm Dean. Enjoy your baseball tonight. We're out of here. Holler!